it's time. Yeah. And he's worth like buku dollars. On yeah. Him. Bruce got to have a hard way to go though. Like, man, ain't you my man, brother? Nah, not now. Cause he 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 created his own niche with the UFC yeah, and his with- algorithm going. It's only one person in the chat. Oh, <laughs> oh they pile it in now. Hey man, yeah, pile in. One person in the chat. Hold on, man. Yeah, but that shit's some like, government shit. Huh? Yeah, that shit's already at the at the patent office and all yeah. that. Hey, hey. It's, like already, a, are, smart. it's funny smart. how that. But I'm talking about that a long time ago. I did a long time ago. Got to trademark your shit because there's other shit that. Mm. Hotep is just trademarked. Yeah, got to. But yeah, man. How much did you pay? Huh? A couple hundred dollars, and they're on a perfect messengers. That's that's going through the process right now. Y'all niggas in the yeah. <laughs> This motherfucker. A couple grand? No, no, no. Oh, I'm gonna say. Craig, you, do, you dress like the only black person on Stand By Me, nigga. Let me tell you what happened to me today. Something happened to you today? Yeah, bro. Like, uh, we live on YouTube, too? I, uh, we live, nigga. I, I experienced uh, some racism today, man. Oh, shit. Really? Uh, For real? What happened, nigga? I have LA Fitness, right? So obviously in LA, the main gyms are shut down, right? right for the most right. part over here. And the private gyms are all open, so I'm like, all right, let me let me hit up, let me try to find a gym. I've been hitting up Charlie to try to find gyms, and Charlie tried to find me a couple that were far, and I found one close now. So it was like three miles from me, it was in Santa Monica. So I'm like, all right, so I called a number, and they're, uh, the name of the gym is called Bashoy's Gym. Bashoy. B-I-S-H-O-Y. You got a boyfriend to get in that gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But sure. They be working out as couples. Nah, it ain't that. So uncomfortable. And it's, it's, on a, it's, on, it's on Olympic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Slaps on the ass means something. Yeah, so it's, it's, on, it's on Olympic over there. So I call, whatever. I'm on the phone with the dude. And, you know, everything's going great, right? He's, oh, yeah, we, this gym, he's telling me all about it. And oh, we we only charging this. And everything's going great. I'm like, okay, perfect. And I'm like, all right, I want to sign up. So I get off the phone with him, and I just I drive over there, right? And I park the car, whatever, get out, and I try to open the door, and it's locked. Can't get in. So I'm like, and I'm trying to peek in, but, it, you know, people are boarding up a lot of times when you, even when you're open. So what you're saying is, like, you was talking on the phone with him. Yeah. And he basically thought you looked like Zach from Saved by the Bell by, based he, on your voice. He, he's, he's, he, like most people, looking, think, I'm, think I'm a white. Shouts out Daryl Young. Yeah, him, like most people, think I'm a white guy yeah. on, on the phone. Yeah. So I get there, and I, you know, I have all my gym stuff, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Nobody answers, blah, blah, blah. So I call. Hey, uh, I'm out front. Hey. He goes, why, why are you here? And I'm, I'm excuse me, he's like, he's, and he said, uh, oh, you think you can just do it your way and show up here? What? And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm here because I want to I wanna do the membership. And he goes, well, it's going to be, he told us first time, he goes, it's going to be 500 bucks. You can send it to my Venmo. What the Venmo? What the, the fuck? Uh, there's no contract? Like, what's, what, what are you talking about? And he's like, look, man, I'm, I don't need your bullshit here. Ooh, what? And he, and he just hung up on me. So I'm like, what the, what, what the fuck just happened? So I call right back, and I'm still trying to be, like, cordial, you know? So I'm like, hey, I think we got disconnected. I know you hung up. You know what I mean. Yeah. I think we got disconnected. Audio is static. static on the and he goes, uh, he goes, he goes, he, he goes, look, man. I don't need your I don't need your bullshit. Hold on, Brandon. Is there is there audio static? Can you guys sure, understand? Everybody says audio static on the mic. Make sure when you start talking again. Make sure my mic is on too. Video game sound in the background. <laughs> Draft bad. I just want to make sure they hear all, okay. of, all of this because yeah, this, this is, this is a very similar story happened to me. I'm gonna tell mine after at the UFC gym in North Hollywood. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Shout out to those guys. Static, static, Are we back? brother. Yeah. 
Oh, that's like a little video game. It's called Bashoys. Bitch Boys, I think. <laughs> Bashoys? Goodbye. Yeah, it's, we talking about Brandon's, uh, for those of you that's, that's just getting in, we talking about Brandon's racist uh, incident. There you go. There you go. All right. Is it back? Okay. Okay. All right, cool. All right, cool, cool. So just so y'all know, man, Brandon's telling the story. He experienced some, some racist stuff today. We're back. Yeah, so you know, so I get there and then uh, so he, he told me I don't I don't I don't need your bullshit. He and he just hit and he hangs up the phone. So I call him back to Warren and uh, he's just like, hey, send me four hundred ninety five dollars to my Venmo if you want to uh, for a membership. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, a Venmo, Venmo transaction for no a gym? No con. So I'm like, okay, wow. he's just saying anything. So wow. I leave, right? So I'm so I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then uh. He had said, uh, I was like, look, man, I'm just trying to get a, get a membership, bro. I'm like, you cursing at me and stuff like that. I'm like, bro, just, just keep it godly. If you, you know how, how we're, how we're, how we're having a conversation. Exactly. And he goes, look, man, this ain't like those street corner gyms you're used to. That's hilarious. And then, ah, what the fuck is a street corner what? gym? I've never been to a street corner gym. So when he, so he says this. And then I, I ain't never seen a gym on a street corner. But when he said that, Craig, at that point, I knew he was, I knew he was peeking outside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I knew he saw what he thought I was, and me showing up were two different things, right? So I was like, "What the fuck?" So I'm like, "Hey, look, bro. Now I'm I'm already I'm already upset at this point." So I'm like, "You know, what, look, bro. There's three cars in this parking lot. So I know you're here. They're all gonna get rocked up if you don't come out." Right? <laughs> you you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just hung up on me. So I'm sitting. I sat there and I'm like, "What the fuck?" So I called Charlie. Oh, I don't know why I fucking called Charlie. <laughs> I think you were asleep. You didn't answer the phone. Yeah, I was knocked up. <laughs> no, but I asked for advice because I was like, I haven't. It was your mic, Charlie. It was Charlie's. Yeah, okay, it was Charlie. one of those. It was one of those things where damn Casio mics were. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Casio mics. Casio mics. Casio mics. Casio mics. It was one of those things, right, where, like, like we prepare for it every day, right? Yeah. But when it happens, it, it always throws me off guard every time it happens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just so annoying, man. Uh, the gym, y'all, is called uh, Beshoy's, Beshoy's Gym. Beshoy's Gym. What's the phone number and the address? I need you guys to call and be very disrespectful. Get on their ass. And get on his ass. Yes, sir. This sh yeah, man, it was it was unfortunate, bro. It was unfortunate. So the guy, and the guy, I remember the guy on the phone. He, he told me he was a. Uh, he he's like, me, no guitars in the gym. That's what he's saying. So Peter, he, told, <laughs> he told me so when, when we first talked. We thought I was a white guy. He, he's like, oh yeah, I'm West African and blah blah blah. I'm like, oh, okay. It was like one, of, you know, one of those West African like Arab Arab cats. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure. He was, well, a lot of people sure don't know Arab. how racist. Well, Just, North Africa was Arab too, but he was worse. Well, Dr. Heinrich Clark would always say. You weren't black. Henry, go ahead. We have no friends. We have no friends. But a lot of us get caught up in the fact that sometimes. Hold on. Like hey, Trader, yeah, it's, there's there's one on Pico and Olympic. It's the But the, they're both the same phone number. So, they, I mean, they got a Yelp and all that. And, you well, know, we get caught up because I, I got a lot of Arab friends that I got love for that I grew up with. But in that yeah, community, in the Arab community, there's a lot of racism. Yes. They don't, just because some of them are Egyptian or North African, they don't look at us 
as being the same, and they treat us accordingly. You got some that do, like some of the ones that I grew up with, but don't think because somebody is, they, nah, they, they don't mess with us like that. I got a similar story. This dude was Armenian. I got a lot of Armenian partners, too. There's a gym called the UFC Gym in North Hollywood on Vineland. So I show up because I was looking for a gym. It was like during the middle of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I was just at the crib looking at my stomach in the mirror. I was like, this shit has, this has got to stop. <laughs> this has got to stop. I think I just got on the scale. I was like 247. Mm-hmm. Like, this has got to stop. Yeah. You know, so I, so I was driving up Vineland. It was, and um, it was before they started putting the gym equipment outside at North, at North Hollywood LA Fitness. Mm. And I see a gym to the right. I see a dude walking out. It says UFC. So I pull up on him. I say, hey, bro, is this like a, they let people work out here? He's like, yeah, you got to, for sure, bro, you just got to go in and pay for the membership. You know what I'm saying? You tell them my name because it's invite only. And then, you know what I'm saying? Um, they'll let you become a member. So I walk in. I got a tank top on. I'm not looking like no bum or nothing. I don't look like no homeless dude. Yeah. So I walk in. It's this buff Armenian dude. You can tell he was on steroids. It's his gym. Got a bunch of tattoos and stuff. So I walk in the gym and I say, hey, dude, how you doing, man? My boy recommended me and I said the dude's name. And he just looked at me. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm trying to join the gym, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know. Right. He was like, we don't let people like you join our gym. I said, what you mean? What you mean by people like me, man? What the f- What are you saying? What, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. I said, because, man, I'm, I, you know, nigga, w- w- nigga, yeah, we can fight this saying? motherfucker, bro. Yes. I don't give a fuck. You, you a steroid using bitch, nigga. <laughs> I'll beat your ass, nigga. <laughs> right? So I didn't say I'll beat your ass that quickly. It took some time to get to it. So I said, what does that mean? He's like, no, we have celebrity types here. Like, you know, I have, um, I have uh, two chains. Is in here working out right now. You have to be like a celebrity type. My thing is geared towards celebrity. Right. I said, well, I'm glad you clear. You know what I'm saying? Clarify what you mean, but I don't believe you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't believe you. Right. That's a good response. That's a good response. I told the nigga I don't believe you, and we should kindly step outside. Yeah. And let's talk about the tough guy shit outside. Cause I see you got cameras and shit up in here. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? You bucked your chest up a little bit, nigga. Come and answer to the bullshit that you just said. He's like, nah, man, I don't want to fight you, man. I just, we just, I gear, we gear our shit towards celebrity. And I said, well, I'm not no celebrity, but Google me, nigga. Some of these niggas in here know who I am. I ain't no just off the street ass nigga, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? You need to do your research before you speak up on motherfuckers. Nah, man, I don't want to fight you. Then this girl comes over. She's like, we would just want you to leave. We don't want no trouble. I said, man, you better get this bitch, bro. You want to get ah! knocked out? Damn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Then the nigga went to the phone, both buff, coward-ass nigga. Picked up the phone, called the police, and then I left. Yeah. I was like, man. And they try to make it look like you're the, you're the problem. In here. That's the wow. problem. And that's yeah, the gym called, Chris? It's called the UFC Gym. It's in North Hollywood on Vineland and Chandler. What's the address and phone number? Man, I don't Y'all look that shit up in the chat room. But that's the thing, like, as black Americans, we got to deal with. You deal with these motherfuckers that are racist in their home countries, and they come over here thinking the same shit's about to go down. You know what I mean? Like you said. Yeah, he told me he was from West. He's West African, he told me. Because he talking for he Arab. West? You, he said West, bro. I understand, I understand Look, the Arab community in North Africa, like yeah. Morocco and mm-hmm. Algeria and all that. Those are the. I understand, but he told me he was West African. Those are the Turks that. Look, we gotta understand these motherfuckers started enslaving Africans eight hundred years before the Europeans before the did. Europeans, yeah, these are the motherfuckers that taught the Europeans what race-based uh, slavery shit was about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't get it twisted. So you got these people that come with that mindset. Like I was talking to Brandon about earlier, the United States is hella selective 
about the immigrants that they allow over here. You won't see you don't see no motherfucking Angolans over here because Angolans generally don't take that shit. Right. You know what I mean? They import people from countries that are kind to their bullshit ass agendas. They learn that shit over there, then bring it over here, and they know. You say you were in Santa Monica, yeah? How LA work? These immigrant groups they can do, open up whatever business they want in the hood. Mm-hmm. They don't really allow immigrants to open up businesses in white neighborhoods. So when one gets a chance to open up a business in a white neighborhood, they be extra on that bullshit. They're good dogs. They're good sheep. They're great number twos. They're pets. That's how these motherfuckers act towards us. And it's like they they, they, they feel like they got to act like that towards us to get their little status, perceived status or whatever, you know, in their society. And it's some, some fucked up shit. And as black people, we shouldn't be afraid to address that shit. Real nah. quick, CT, post up both those gems me and Craig uh, talked about <clears throat> in the chat. I, I don't mind a racist person, man. I don't. It doesn't really bother me. Right. It's just that don't be a coward when when, when <laughs> the playing field is even. Now you got your opportunity to really hate niggas. It's me. I'm a nigga. <laughs> you hate us. Yeah. You got a chance to do all this shit you be talking about in yeah. the privacy of your home. How if you ever catch a nigga around here, you're going to be. <laughs> but you can only be a true racist when there's a hundred other racist motherfuckers around you. You're a coward. <laughs> show me I'm a nigga. Right. Get out here in this grass and show me I'm less than you. If you see a nigga, slap a nigga. That, show me. If you see a nigga, slap a nigga. If that's how you feel, you let's go outside. You want to look at that old shit in the 1950s. There's a thousand racist white motherfuckers. It'd be one little black girl, one little black dude, maybe four or five niggas at the most, and they'd be having their chest swelled up and real heroic and spitting and dumping milkshakes on niggas. But when the playing field is even, you cowards never want to get down. Yeah. The other one is never. UFC Hollywood, C.T. Reed. UFC Jim in Hollywood, North Hollywood. Like, remember, it was two black people this past decade that they was hella scared of, and something that happened never happened before in police history. One was Michael Johnson in Dallas. They used a robot to go and blow that nigga up. Right. The other one was Christopher Dorner. We all saw that shit on TV. Oh, yeah. We we uh, I don't know about y'all in other parts of the country, but in LA we saw that shit. They was like he in that cabin, and they set the whole fucking cabin on fire. Right. The minute they feel that there's any quant- kind of a halfway equal footing, all of a sudden we in this together. Right. All of a sudden there ain't no problems. You know what I mean? But that just goes to show how dope we really are. You right. dig? Most definitely. So here's the advice that I gave Brandon when I chopped it with him earlier. I said, bro, how something start is how it's going to finish. Mm. So that's just, this your walkaway point. I said, but as comedians, we understand me, Craig Dewan, we take everything in and that shit's material. All day. You take that shit in and then present it on the show. We'll post a address and the name of the business. And then because now we got power. Right. We got a platform. Like you fuck one of us over. Oh, shit. We'll let our visitors and all of our people know like, hey, don't fuck with this business. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Especially That's some old civil rights shit. type hopefully shit. Hopefully I can get yeah. to 2 chains. If anybody know 2 chains, your boy at the UFC gym say, man, he don't let people like us work out there. You got to be a rich nigga to work out there. You got to be a celebrity. You just can't be an everyday working black man. Right. So two chains. I know you a solid motherfucker. I've seen on. your interviews. I know people that know you. If this get to you, bro, you know what I'm saying? Join the black gym, bro. Flat out. Join the black gym, bro. The racism is the competition. Racism is the competition for wealth and resources between groups of people, man. Mm-hmm. That little bit of money you spending at that gym, being a filthy rich, solid nigga, because I know niggas that know you, and I already can tell he a nigga that I would fuck with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you know any black gyms in the L.A. area that's in a, a neighborhood that's you know somewhat safe, 
Join that gym, bro. But whoever that dude is that owned that gym is a piece of shit scumbag, man. We had we had Iman and her mom on here, bro, talking yeah. about they own a cycling studio. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we because we don't want to hear all because that's the thing. Well, I don't know where they at. They everywhere, bro. They every it's black women and Fact. men out here that have a gang of gyms, and y'all should go join them. You know what I mean? Y'all giving all this money to the LA Fitness to not go. Yeah, well, shit. Give me a black uh, shit. Type in a black owned gym in L.A., bro, and I'm there. If you got a black owned gym in L.A., go to the website thecraigsmith.com. If you have a black gym anywhere in this country, let's do business together. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I'll promote you. You know what I'm saying? Let's do business together. That's dope. Thecraigsmith.com. Go to the contact section of the website. Fill out your information. And we can work something out, man. But it's about time that we stop spending our money with people who hate us. Flat out. Yeah. Mm. Well, we can't tolerate that, Flat man. Out. Look at the signal we're sending to your kids, man. These motherfuckers got to understand. I remember during the L.A. riots. That's why I respect Koreans. Yeah. Because we was on their ass during the L.A. riots. Man. <laughs> and them niggas was out there busting back. So even though I don't agree with none of this shit they did, at least they stood on their bullshit. But hey, but you know, you know what they But real quick, before we even get into that, nigga, he told a nigga your mom killed a nigga in the L.A. riot. Yeah. You remember them niggas was busting back during the L.A. riot. But if you go back and watch a lot of that stuff, they was like, hey, look, because one thing about the L.A. riots, niggas was only out there for the first day and a half. Right. After that, everybody else came jumping out. Oh, America got free shit. You saw motherfuckers yeah. like, we, we, we didn't know y'all was here. Yeah. And the Koreans was like, no, the black people was actually respectful. These other motherfuckers came thinking it was yeah. some free shit. I'm a, they, they was picking them motherfuckers off. Yeah. And that first yeah. day and a half, though? But that first day and a half, we was on it. Yeah. Yeah. In the 80s, as a <laughs> we was on it. I'm, I'm going to be 100 to one. You got to be 100 on this. In the 80s, in the hood. Not all the way across the board, but because of the influx of cocaine and the gang banging, there was a portion of us that was on some bullshit, mm-hmm. doing stupid shit mm-hmm. that was making it bad for nigga, everyday niggas like us. You know I what I'm saying? Seventies. So uh, yeah, well, I mean, 70s. but the eighties I think was the worst. Eighties worst because that crack nigga took it to a whole. Because my dad's generation niggas was doing red devils and shooting heroin. But they really wasn't. They call it heroin. Heroin. Like you say, in the seventies. Yeah. But in the seventies, it was more of a the, the the whole black power thing was coming to an end, and a pimp and you know what I'm saying yeah. that culture was coming up. And remember one so, more. You know what I'm saying they had a selfish mentality back then, right. thinking thinking like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Along with what, because both you brothers is right, but one dynamic that what made the eighties different than the seventies was in the seventies. In the black neighborhoods, you for the most part still had black people who owned the the the, the, the liquor stores and stuff right, like that. That's true. That's the true. Asians were important. You got to remember, the Asians came in mass after the 1965 Immigration Act. Well, that's so they didn't really have they had, they were there, but they weren't here. You're in big about Japanese numbers. and Koreans. Japanese, but the Chinese have been here since the building of the railroad. No, no, so, no, no. So yeah. they, no, they had been here, but they weren't running businesses in the hood. Black right. people still owned businesses in the hood at that, right, at that right, time. Right, right, right. And right. in the 80s is when 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 a lot of those black people started. Like that's when all that money left the left the hood, right? And that's when black people started like going to work for more factories. And in the eighties is when the Asians came and took over those businesses that we vacated, right? So that's the power dynamic that happened during that shift, right? But at the same time, you're right, niggas was tripping because the crack the crack was a motherfucker. Did the body count rise in the eighties from yeah. the seventies eighties? Like oh, like big time, crazy. Right? Put this, I'm gonna give you a number. Look this up, South Central LA, 1968. After the uh, Watts riots, there was one murder. In all of South Central LA in 1968, 
before Nixon before Nixon brought the, the drugs in. Right. In 1988 was LA's peak. There was over 1,400 murders. I'm, I'm sorry, there was over uh, 3,000 murders mm-hmm. just in the city. But not why? including Inglewood, Compton, not this, including Linwood, just and, LA City. And this is a direct result of Reaganomics. Yes. Right. It, that's when they figured out a plan to use us to fund the Contra Revolution. Absolutely. Yeah. So yep. there, was some, there was some fuel to it. So they, it gave them reason to, to pit one against another. They, they did them just like they did in West Africa when they started those wars also. They came in there, dropped off guns to both factions on right, on right yeah. there on Central. They went off that, uh, and they left that the train, train tracks, that train track off, wide off open, bro. Yeah. And that shit, and it, and it made they they made sure that both sides had enough weapons. To, you know what I'm saying? Rage of war. They do that shit in Africa. They yeah. do that shit in, in, in South America all the time, bro. Well, if you want to learn about that, there's a book that's out. I read it ten years ago. It's called The Confessions of an economic hitman. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So there's a there's five main banks, right? And at each of these banks, they have a section of the bank that's dedicated to financing um, to financing countries. Yeah. And what they do is they take countries from a third world mm-hmm. and they upgrade them to be what we are. And basically the difference between a third world country and us is electricity, water, plumbing. Mm-hmm. So it's basic essential everyday things um, that we have right. that are the reason we're not Thor. Yeah. The reason we can cut these lights on, the reason we can take a bath, you know what I'm saying? So the co- they tell them Edison, <laughs> right, the rest right. of them, they go in Ed- there. Right. Yeah. So, with the bank, with, so there's a job description within the bank um, where they, they pick a really smart person from an Ivy League school and they send them into a third world country that may have resources that, say, America or England or one of these uh, you know big powers want to take. So what they do is they send them into the country and they study the language, they study the history, they study the local tribes, they study everything about the local area, and then they build up, they build a plan based on the intel they receive. Who's warring with who? Who you know? How long has the war been going on? What is what are necessities they don't that they don't have? What do they need um, that they don't have? What does this side have that that side doesn't have? And so what that person does is they use the money from the the, the bank gives them money to pay. To eventually start to cause chaos, mm-hmm. so they'll pay people to do shit. They'll pay a, a person from another side to go uh, assassinate a leader on the other side. Right, right, they'll right, pay right. somebody to go yeah. burn some shit down. It's basically a globalized COINTELPRO where they use misinformation, but they take money in conjunction with the misinformation and they try to cause havoc within the country. The f- go ahead. You had no, a I was just gonna say, is that what is that what prompted Reagan to fund the, the Contras? Because he had what prompted him to fund the Contras against Nicaragua? Yeah, okay. Nicaragua was Cuba. And to go on top of what Craig is saying, that's why I would say for for people, non-white people around the world, it's very important that you listen to Black Americans. Oftentimes, people just make we we're so they're so used to kicking us to the side. Right. You get people who just been in this country twenty years. They want to be the ones, the main ones talking. Right. Shut the fuck up. Straight up. <laughs> because at the end of the day, all of these things that they export to your country, they start in the hood. Right. I can literally take you how they undermine your country. I can show you how they did it to us first. Well, no, they do everything. We they with a beta test for everything. So when, for everything. So we see it when it hits your country. It's new to you, mm. but it's, it's been happening to us for forty years. Facts, bro. And wow. we like, look, this is what's going on. And y'all coming to America saying, "What's wrong with you niggas?" And all these like opportunities yeah. and shit. No motherfucker, because we, if we, if we go back, if we go back to the war on drugs. We can start with what happened during prohibition. The war on drugs. Got that just, ready for us. We just don't have a. We don't. We just don't have 
our own individual identity as a people. So, you know, if it, if it was Italians, they could have said the war on Italians. But since yeah. blacks don't have a national identity, Facts. they just, instead no, of saying the war on blacks, they called it the war on drugs. No, I'll tell you yeah. what to say. That's what he said. He said, we can't call it the war on blacks because that would sound too racist. Mind you, this is after the Southern Strategy changed in 1960. They don't take saying this in 1981. I heard it. We can't yeah. call it the war on drugs. Right. So we have to, I mean, we can't call it the war on black people. But we. But basically what they did, going but we. We it's the right? Yeah. You no, know, I'm gonna just say one thing off what Craig said. You said they study other countries. Right. That's what they did with us. The yeah. Carter Commission report. The Carter Commission report in 1967 said this is what's wrong with black society. What's wrong with black society is white supremacy won't let these niggas get no money. Right. This is how we fix Go it. Go ahead. So when Nixon created the war on drugs, he used the study, the findings from the Carter Commission report on how to fix the problems in the hood to and he used that to target specifically our issues. Well, we're a microcosm for everything. For everything. You know what I'm saying? So, so back to the book, The Confessions of an Economic Hitman, once they figure out what all sides or what all factions need and they start to create chaos, the objective is to get the country into war. And a most recent um, example of that that most of y'all would understand at the crib would be Iraq with Saddam Hussein. He yeah. used to be an ally of ours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, before Saddam Hussein, I can't remember if it was Indonesia or Malaysia was another example of that. Malaysia. Uh, uh, and then before that, I believe it was, now we're in the 1950s, I can't Al really Qaeda remember. Al-Qaeda. You know what I'm saying? So so once they cause that war and everything, and these niggas is beefing and people are dying and there's destruction happening and the country is torn to pieces, you know what I'm saying? Once they feel like it's enough, then they, they push for a treaty. But after mm -hmm. the treaty, what happens? The bank comes in yep. and they loan the country the bread, the bread to rebuild. <laughs> but they loan it to them at a rate that's impossible to pay, to pay back. back. So if it, costs a, if it costs a billion dollars to rebuild the country, they they may charge you a hundred billion on the billion they loaned you. Yeah. Uh, and you're never gonna get out. Of and it. you ain't so never gonna get out. Two hundred percent. So, and you're, and you're never gonna be able to pay that back. See, that's what you see when you see them go Isn't into. China doing that to Africa. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, China's yeah. doing that to us. Hold on. Also. They don't. They've been doing it to. But see, the that's thing true. is, like, like, but that, that, Africa, yes. yeah, Parts but Africa, but no, that they they're in they're in Africa and they're they're out there. They have loans they can't pay. Yeah, and I showed I showed Craig a video of them. Making a Chinese dude a, a war general or something. Oh, yeah, Remember yeah, I showed yeah. you? Chief, chief of, a, of a village, nigga, yeah, in Africa. They had that nigga on their shoulders and everything. I'm like, bro, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> this nigga must got some fire kung pao chicken, nigga. But see, I say that because that go back to what he said. Anybody in this fucking room could be a chief in Nigeria, I promise you. See, that's what I'm saying. But Yeah, that's what I mean, but see... That, that 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 happens a lot. So they go back in. They like you said with the loan thing. They come in. They they cause chaos. And they did that shit out of here. So when you see these white people and y'all like, oh, they like when the uh, that nigga stupid. <laughs> when Nancy Pelosi when them was kneeling, remember they kneeled for the black people and black people. Oh, look at them. They love us. Look at the Democrats kneeling. I looked at that. As exactly we said, you, you got they are economic hitmen. So every time you look around, they for the black people. But you looking around in your neighborhood, ain't no black businesses. Damn. And, and, and. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I live in a hood. Ain't no black business. Here's the thing. 
they baked the confusion into it. Because when they when they came through with the Berlin Conference, when they divided these countries up, these countries were nation states that were that were divided upon geographical lines, mountain ranges, rivers, and shit like that. And they had it worked out for centuries. This tribe don't fuck with that tribe, and motherfuckers were separated. What what they came in after that Berlin Conference, they divided these countries up. And purposely put warring factions in the same country right. and split off major tribes from smaller tribes and put them in, and separated it. Because you know, these motherfuckers ain't been able to get on for tens of thousands of years, but they've already worked it out. You know what I mean? But since you changed the country and made it the way it is, you created a, 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 a situation for a war to start. Yeah. Same thing in the hood. Yeah. You throw all these motherfuckers. We're talking about the project. The project's built for 10,000 people, 30,000 people living there. Facts. You get that many motherfuckers into it. What the fuck you expect? A small, a small, very small percentage are going to go into conflict. Yeah. But what happens with black people when that very, very small percentage goes into conflict? Everybody say, "Look at all them niggas." Yeah. When the same shit happened in other neighborhoods, people that say, "Look at those two motherfuckers." Mm. That's right. the difference. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying with with the African thing. Like, with, they came out there. It, I go back to Black Panther. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and get on my nerd shit. Black Panther, my guy. When when it came down to, you know what I'm saying? And listen, nigga. Thanos, you know what I'm saying? Come to Thanos came to Wakanda, nigga. They was already warned in Wakanda. Remember, every they had the niggas in the mountains. Everybody was on a separate shit. But when it came down to protecting the turf, everybody was on cold. You see what I'm saying? And that's what that's not. It's not happening in Africa. It's not happening in America. You know, what I'm it's not happening nowhere. So I think it's not about the place where it's at. These white people are paying this game all over the world. You know what I'm saying? So we have to, globally, as black people, we outnumber them. So we got people in Britain, you know what I'm saying? England, all out there, you know what I'm saying? This gang of black people that just run this shit, but we all are, are fragmented. You know what I'm saying? That's how they keep in control of everything. Once we understand, yeah, how once we, that's how they win it, because they're on code. Right. Give a fuck what the, the Senate is. Democratic, they're on, it's going to help white people at the end of the day. Right. <laughs> it don't matter. In any country on the planet, right, outside of Africa or, or outside of America, and yeah. if you hear about, if you think about black people or, or into Africans, you're thinking of superior or, or, or inferior. Inferior, yeah, yeah. Regardless where you are. I was in, I'm from, where the fuck was I at? And I'm like, Nigga, y'all broke as shit. And you, you looking at me like... Yeah, they, they feel like they're over you, yeah. Fuck? I'm, on, I'm on vacation out here. What the fuck you talking about? You think you're talking down to me? Yeah, like, bro. That's how I be, man. Matter of fact. Oh, okay. oh hell yeah. They're they're very racist. My, my auntie's out here. She's like an old African lady. She's like, all these, these broke-ass Africans. I know that's what they're thinking. Nigga, we on vacation. Yeah, bro. You work here. Nigga, yeah, <laughs> take my bags and... Talk your man. shit. Yeah, yeah, real shit, bro. That's real shit, man. Hey, y'all said some real shit because Duncan said it. We got to understand that globally we all getting fucked. It, it, it looks differently, but it's happening yeah. kind of the same way. Yeah, man. It, it, look at it like a game of Madden. If you're playing Madden and the other team keeps running power right and they keep running that same, they don't run the same, they don't run different plays. They run power right and they run down and out. Those are the only two plays these motherfuckers <laughs> is running, play action. All you motherfuckers got to do is just stack the line on that side. When stacking the line means coming together, understanding that if it's some bullshit between two brothers, ask yourself a question. Who else? Who's, who's starting the shit? Yeah. Who brought these guns? Who brought these drugs? But that's, that's on us as elders to tell because 14-year-olds can't think like this. Yeah. It's on us as elders to always, instead of, instead of being the elders that's always judging these little motherfuckers, saying you this, you that, you that. 
We gotta always keep you little young motherfuckers aware of this shit, so y'all can start thinking for yourself. When you spoke about the Nixon thing, didn't didn't somebody from his own camp expose his own policies? Yeah. Was that what yeah. was that? Was there any truth to that? Yeah, you gotta look that shit up. It's like nineteen eighty three. It was it, it's tapes. It's look at the Nixon tapes. Right. And they, and they he talk, talked about vilifying they, they, like look at Southern strategy. Okay. They talk about how you flip the you flip, change the code words. You know what I mean? Right. And then you how, how you how they systematically was like we couldn't call the war on drugs. We, we couldn't call the war on black people, so we labeled it the war on drugs. Right. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, Dunk said something about staying on code, man. And he was completely correct about at the end of the day, it's going to be what's best for white people. And not just white people. When it comes to in, you know, uh, Indians or Chinese, it's going to be about what's best for them. A lot of people revere Gandhi, Muhammad Gandhi, <laughs> Mahatma Gandhi. However you say that, man, as just fucking. I thought that was a, a stick. One year racist. He was a racist. He looks. Here's a Gandhi quote. <laughs> Here's a Gandhi quote. Gandhi, Gandhi was quoted as saying, the general belief seems to prevail in the colony that Indians are a little better, if at all, the savages or the na- wait, are as sat with. How am I saying this? somebody else to read it? No, 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 no. Indians are a little better than savages or the native, a little better than savages or the natives of Africa. Wait, we say it again? Indians are a little better than savages or the natives of Africa. So basically, he's saying that, you know, that Indians are savage. Savages, he's talking about like, you know what I mean? Like, a, right, right, right. There but there. but they're still a little bit better than the natives of Africa. Mm-hmm. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Well, Africa's always, we at the bottom. Man. We at Gandhi the bottom. Gandhi was a bitch. Gandhi was a whole, yeah. You know, Gandhi, Gandhi was a whole ass, you know, like, that's why I look. This is how cold. She called me Craig Mayweather. (laughs) (laughs) Craig Mayweather? That's funny. This shit was written in the King's English, bitch. I seen a thousand. We here at Heart Heart Radio. (laughs) That nigga took a deep breath and everything. That nigga looked back at us like. Everybody. Uh, Hold on, hold on. The little towel. That nigga told Brown to go to commercial. That's not my fuck, Gandhi Kamala Harris. Look, you know what I mean? Rick Tyler, my nigga. Oh, what's up, Rick Tyler? Joke trash though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, that, that's that Gandhi and Kamala Harris shit. You know what I mean? Gandhi, like, oh, the, people understand, like, the Indians, they taught white folks how to color code this shit. Yeah, white folks, the, the whites, Europeans ain't learn none of that. They didn't create this shit. They learned how to enslave from the Arab, and they learned how to color code it from the Indian. Damn. And then they perfected that shit and brought it to America. And took two people's uh, soup and made it their own and put extras on it with how they how they carried it out. Right. Look, when it comes to the, uh, 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 Gandhi, Gandhi looked like Tales from the Crypt. Right. This is how this is how cold the white supremacists is. They know this about Gandhi, so that's why they put his goddamn statue in front of the King Museum to let you niggas know. Yeah, we giving you something, but we know what it really is. Mm. They did that shit to the month. They did that specifically for the people who are aware. Yeah. Putting this motherfucking statue out there. Damn. That's a that's a shit on Dr. King's uh, legacy. Putting Gandhi because God at the time it wasn't no internet when Martin Luther King was around. He didn't know Gandhi was saying this shit. Right, right. Mm. He just saw what the nigga was doing on the news and was like, "That's some dope shit." You know what I mean? He didn't, he right. didn't study the motherfucker yet. No, no. So yeah, nah, that's some bullshit. Fuck Gandhi. Yeah, fuck these racist motherfuckers. But look, man, I wanted to get into something today, man. Go ahead. Um, I like to travel and shit, right? 
but I hate guilt trips. I can't stand a fucking guilt trip, man, because to me, it's one of the ways that people conceal their true intentions. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, guilt trips bother me, man. Um, and it's one of the clearest forms of psychological manipulation. Because once somebody can get to, get you to feel guilty about something, that's like a, some level of control. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Even if you don't outwardly submit to the or have have an outward omission of guilt or feeling the guilt, you go away in your mind. Even if they don't know, you're like, "Fuck, should I did?" You know what I mean? Right. Right. You know, I'm not really into guilt trips, man. What do you do when you realize that somebody is trying to manipulate you through guilt? Because it's something that you may or may not have done. Because you can make a mistake, but after you make a mistake, the correct human uh, reaction is to, you know, acknowledge, hey, I made a mistake. I'm sorry, uh, Charlie. I'm sorry, Duncan. And then you get past it. What do you do to motherfuckers that won't let you live? They always have to bring up old shit to make you feel guilty to try to get their way from you. I think, man, for me, I'm really big on calling that shit out. Okay, I apologize in the beginning. Because peacemakers are blessed, not peacekeepers. Right. I got to make the peace. Okay, I apologize. You did that shit. Okay, blah, blah, blah. You mentioned it again. I'm going to call you out. Are you trying to manipulate me and make me feel bad? Is that your thing? You trying to play mind control? Because people hate when they bullshit get exposed. Yeah. Then if you do it again after I call you out, then I have to reevaluate the relationship. Yeah. You got a problem. Because we communicate with other people the way we communicate with ourselves. Right. The reason motherfuckers try to throw guilt and shame on you is that's how they treat themselves. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So you got a problem with you. I can't fuck with you, after, especially if I call you out. Why? You trying to make me feel guilty? You trying to shame me? You know what I'm saying? So, And you know what a lot of cowardly people do is, is, is they try to look for things in you to justify all facts why they did what they why they're doing what they're doing do. you know what i'm saying if you start to if, if you if you can become stronger than the psychological manipulation they look for other things to try to you know weaken you you know what i'm saying that's why like going back to what charlie said shots out to charlie you look like a 6 and 16 amateur boxer. This nigga, man. All your baby bottles was the size of two liters, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> what's up, nigga? Oh, baby shit. Oh, damn. Let's get Duana two liters so he can shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Shane Nosley. And they call him Shane Nosley. Shane Nosley? <laughs> Shane Nosley. <laughs> <laughs> Shane Nosley. Oh, shit. No, it's not all. Man. God damn, nigga. Okay. Nah, man, but that, that's going back to what you said earlier about, uh, about the whole, remember, passive aggressive. Right. I, like, people who put you in, I don't, like, I used to kind of, like, when I was in my 20s, I would let certain people guilt trip me, you know what I mean? Kind of, I wouldn't just say anything, I would just kind of let it pass, like, Maybe that person's depressed right now, whatever. But guilt trip is one of those things I mean with complete aggression now. Right. You can't play, especially a grown-ass man. Right. And it's because there's too many men out here that do it. You know right. what I mean? Come I on, understand. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I can understand a woman li uh, whining because, you know, that's a woman. I, I give her more of a pass. But you a grown-ass man, and you're trying to guilt uh, another grown-ass man, I don't have respect for you. Ever see you, too, I mean, <laughs> you ever see, because, <laughs> be, because making somebody feel guilty is passive-aggressive, right? Oh, most definitely. That's the one. So, yeah. so you, ever, you ever see two passive-aggressive motherfuckers <laughs> get into it? Oh, yeah, that shit funny in a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They, yeah, they get, they get, 
Especially they get into it through compliments and shit. Like you, you know use a bad motherfucker, but uh, I'll whoop. Hey, yeah. but you having a good day? Yeah, I'm having a good day. You having a good day? <laughs> I'm having a wonderful day. You having a good yeah. day? No, I'm having a great day, nigga. Yeah. How's your day going to be? Like on the basketball just, court when they pass the ball into each other real fast. <laughs> hey, you know what though? You know what I do though? I, I, man, you know I have that shit. What you saying is real shit, bro. Because I have I, I let that affect me in my life at one time. Niggas guilt tripping me, and that's why I think I'm not fucking a, a trillionaire right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. That has kept me out of a lot of situations. Niggas guilt tripping me, not signing certain contracts because niggas ain't involved in it. We down, we homies. You know what I'm saying? All that shit. And I understand it. Like, nigga, if they was in your position, bro, it wouldn't be the same type of talk. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, nigga, I get you when I get a lick or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? That bullshit. So it's like we gotta be on. I gotta be on my p's and q's with that shit now. You know what I'm saying? I gotta be like, all right, well. If a nigga, if a nigga, if a nigga saying something to me, you know what I'm saying, like, and I feel like, okay, well, I was wrong then. You right, bro. You know what I'm saying. And if I ain't been a nigga that you still talking to, and I ain't toned for it yet, why are we still talking then? Because I feel like it's over with, my nigga. But you still like, oh, I need more. That ain't. Know what I mean, I used to trust you like this, and ain't gonna never be that then, bro. That's why we don't fighting fuck with is each other. so good when you have a beef with. Oh people, yeah, definitely. Because you get it all out, man. You get it all out. It ain't nothing. You wring out the motherfucking sponge. It ain't no <laughs> leftover. I'm still mad, though. Nah, nah, nigga, I beat your ass. You know what so, I'm saying? It's that's, over. That's why I like Master P's story, man. That nigga said he had boxing gloves hanging up in his office behind him. Yeah, yeah. Story, And you know, he's like, artists, you know, when you're dealing with artists, there's all this little secret little beef and commentary. And he said, I would sit people down to have meetings. And then, you know, I feel some type of aggression. And he's like, you know, let's let's grab the gloves and go out and dance. He that was like, fair, though, P. he said, nigga, I'm undefeated, <laughs> nigga. Because P got soldiers, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Niggas ain't want to fight you. I mean, real yeah, niggas yeah, is all yeah, It's a hundred niggas willing to keep you killed with yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so you saying them niggas didn't want to fight with him Hell for real? No, you'd be a dumb nigga to square with Master P. You're going to be a hundred niggas. Let's go with you one on one. Master P. Yeah, if you knock Master P out, no limit studio. You're not getting out of there. Nigga. I don't know, dog. Murder, what's his name? C Murder. What? You ain't never been in a fight or seen a fight where it's like, all right. If, if my man, he said, he said, I'm good with the one on one. He's like, all right, cool. But as soon as he he get hit, you in there. Regardless, he, he told you, he told you stay out this motherfucker. But he getting slapped? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Yeah. Ain't no one on one. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Buddy's getting jumped. Yeah. You fight, you fight them, you fight me. So yeah. imagine Master P gonna get in the ring yeah. and get. And it's very few one on ones anyway. Yeah. With yeah. niggas, is there? It's, it's tough. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You want to fight me to let you get the one on one? Somebody tell me I'm wrong afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I had it. I had it. I don't give a fuck. Don't get me wrong. I think Master P back in the day before he was. P.P. would have squared up with anybody. Oh, yeah. Master P strikes me as, uh, you know, like a man's man but in a way. Yeah. That's the They're not letting that happen, That's bro. what I'm saying. I'm but I'll tell you one thing. If Silk the Shocker don't jump in, I'm beating the dog shit out of him. <laughs> because I've seen, I seen the Kung Fu. <laughs> I've seen the Kung Fu, Silk. <laughs> you can't do nothing man, with me, Silk. Hey, leave that man alone. Oh, Silk can't do nothing like, with me. He fight like he rap. <laughs> Put the hands on the shocker. That nigga put the hands on the shocker. Don't fight the shocker, man. I'm just asking the question. Silk fight like one of them niggas that can't make a left hand layup to save his life. He always got a run because of that nigga. Hey. Hey. That's real hey, shit, hey, bro. Hey, hey, some niggas don't get that. Hey, can, uh, hey you know, can you know what that is? Cause that's, hey, you know what? 
Hey, if he missed his layup, y'all running two laps. Y'all know that. Hey, you be like, come on, man. Practice be an extra 30 minutes because that nigga. Then they pull that nigga out the line and put him in the corner. You go over there and just dribble with your left hand for 30 minutes. Stay your ass over there. I think Mercedes could have whooped Silk. I promise you. Yo. Come on, dog. Yo, I don't know what this. Leave that man alone, man. Hey, Craig, what's up? Where'd you live? Craig. Where did you say? What's your fighting record? I'm 15 and three. You 15 and three, like if I wanted them 12 niggas that lost to Craig, and I got to hear that monkey ass laugh, I'm shooting this nigga. Hell yeah! I've been jumping. I lost a few more, but I don't count being jumped. Nah, hell. But one on one's head up. I lost three for sure. No, that laugh right there. If you lost a fight to Craig. <laughs> that's, a, that's a guaranteed prescription for suicide. But that is true, though, Craig. That's the, that's why I, I agree with you. Fight fighting is healthy, man. It's healthy. It has to be, dog. So I'm with P on that. Put the gloves on. Me and X is the one in the wig. <laughs> oh, oh, one of the niggas oh, in the comments. Oh, oh, no. Make sure y'all smash the like, like button. Okay, so look, Master P has always been a trailblazing dude. Oh, yeah, but uh, the last 10 years, I feel like he's really turned it up a notch. Not just being a businessman, but I feel like he's been giving game up a lot more to his people. He may have always been like that, but with, with the social media thing, we can see it now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he's like that because of the perception that he was ripping his artists off? Do you think that he is feeling some type of guilt? And this is his way subconsciously of giving something back to the game. I'm not saying that I know you were ripping artists off, but it's common knowledge that, you know, the mogul cats like Master P and Puff Daddy baby. and Suge and the baby, they weren't they don't necessarily pay artists that well. Right. Now this is just an outside perception. Don't be sitting on niggas for me and nothing like that, yeah, but yeah, we just yeah. keeping it one hundred. Do you think him being the new man he is today, giving up all his game, has anything to do with that? I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say because you know, when, he 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 seems like the nigga that's a level-headed person. You know what I'm saying? I don't think, like, when when you're dealing with that much money and that many artists, because that nigga was coming out with a... I remember reading a source back then, nigga. It'd be like 30 fucking ads for No Limit albums, nigga. The Fiend and fucking the, the Cain and Abel niggas. I'd be right. like, all these niggas. So, dealing with all those artists and niggas, some, some niggas not getting paid, some niggas getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I that, that's always going to go back on Master P. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe, like, I mean, I understand, like, contractual if they weren't paying, but if he was doing some stuff on the side. That's what I mean. That's what I'm he saying. He realized, okay, this is a bad contract, and that's different because Eddie Griffin got a story of, of him giving him a million dollars. Yeah, million dollars. Right. To shoot a you know voodoo child. And this, voodoo was, child. And this yeah. was during that era at his, at his I guess you could say, height <laughs> of, like, running a, running a label. So, to me, it feels like, yeah. I don't think he, that Eddie Griffin was the first guy he's ever done that to, so I feel like he's always been like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. It might be just a couple of niggas that, you know what I'm saying, a big yeah. big company, bro. Ain't got a qualified ripoff. Look, the music industry is a ripoff. Your first three or four albums, it caught, you just talked about all the ads that they was running. I remember you saw No Limit ads everywhere. That Nigga. shit cost money. <laughs> right. Most, in the music industry in general, you don't really start making money to at least your third, fourth, maybe fifth album. Yeah. That's no matter where you go. Right. And they, you know, they want to isolate these brothers for doing that. If you had two albums, no matter where you were, you're probably not going to make no fucking money. How many this cookbooks nigga. did you have to drop before you started making money? I just started making, to cap, making money to Captain Crunch from scratch. That's, 
When I... When I taught niggas how to make crushberries at the crib, <laughs> that's right, man. Crushberries, let that crib, let that breathe, let that breathe. Hold on, do I let that breathe? No, no, no. Crushberries at the crib. Crushberry joke from a nigga with crushberries on his face. Ah! Your face looking like Mars, talking shit about me. Damn. I know we joking, but if you was making crushberries as a kid, I would have watched it because I love cracking crushberries. I think for P to be doing what he is, it had to have already been in him. Yeah. But like as we all we all evolved through life. When you're in your twenty when you young coming up, you got your head focused so much on getting the bread you don't necessarily have the time to, to, to spread it because you getting it at the at that point. Right. And oftentimes people won't listen to you till you do get it. Right. Don't nobody wanna listen to a nigga on the way up. Right. So on on the way up, you doing what you got to do to get. Wait, there. say that again. They don't want to do. No one's that. going to listen to somebody on the way up. Damn. They're not. No yeah. matter how good their advice. I'm a Damn. perfect example of that. I didn't. I ain't gonna say nay. I've been in some meetings with some high level people. They they not. They don't give a fuck what you got to say on the way up. They are all about numbers. Yeah. Bottom line, they're wisdom all, they're is not only heard. listening to the people who have the numbers now. Right. Bottom line, the niggas on. The, you know who they listen to on the way up? Their kids. Yeah. Their <laughs> relatives. They that's take bad. chances on family, but a nigga off the street, that's yeah. rare. That's rare. Yeah, so that, that that's just that's just how it is. They don't they don't they don't ain't nobody gonna listen. So Master P got to the top. And all I can say is this. After he got <coughs> he ain't even an old nigga, you know what I mean? He still yeah, you he know young. he not in his seventies, nothing like that. He looked like Stevie Wonder's twin. Yeah, he does. But like you know what I mean? He he's yeah, giving yeah, the game yeah. up. And like that's all you can say, because there's a lot of motherfuckers that got to where he got. And they, they they want to shit on everybody that's like us. And he right. opened the door on that independent game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cash yeah. cash money came after him. And Master P is a G. Can't nobody, a G, man. can't nobody tell you better than they can show you. He sh- like, Master P really showed us. Right. It's on you if you get the game or not. Right. So, are you saying that if somebody's contribution to the overall greater good is great and elite level, that... If they do have flaws, if they are if they are doing something that is maybe not morally right, or they're not you know paying somebody what they should pay, that we should overlook that because the overall contribution is bigger. Yes, because imperfection is the human journey. There's no such thing as perfect. Anybody looking for perfect, you the fool. Right. So we have to take people. Look, like we all say, if you want to start that car in your in that car, that battery, the positive and the negative, better be equally charged. We all balance, and we all have bad. We all do shit that we all have these moments and times where we fuck up. Right. So if you allow a person's fuck up to 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 stop you from getting the game that they showed you, right, was possible for anything anybody can do is possible for you if you tune into that. Yeah. If you really want to accomplish it, so if you ignore all that and you don't get the game over a couple things, that's on you, motherfucker. Do you think it's a sign of mental illness if somebody is looking to amplify the flaws in everybody they're around? I I think so. Yeah, yeah. And we all notice them. Amplify? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. They're amplifying the flaws in everybody that they're around. It's this, this, this. Like they, they're expecting to be people to be perfect. I, I think that's the it's flaw just, of celebrity. Yeah. You, they think just because a, a person's on a platform or they have a certain level of accolades or they on TV or whatever the case may be, that motherfucker's a man just like you. Mm-hmm. He put his pants on one leg at a time, just like you. But I'm under the impression that it's a sign of a mental illness if somebody is constantly amplifying the flaws and negativities with everybody around them. That's a red flag, bro. Definitely. Mm-hmm. 
Most definitely. That's huge, man. That's that's a that's narcissism. One of the key traits in narcissism is that you need to feel superior to the person next to you. So you're amplifying their flaws because it's feeding a, a internal feeling of superiority that you have to have over those around you mm -hmm. in order to be your best self. Yeah. It's an error in perception. Rather than noticing something like, hey, brother, I don't know if you noticed, but your shoe was untied. Or, or I don't know if you noticed, brother, but when you leave, it's another guy that walks in your house when you go to work and be in the house with your wife all day. I don't know if you know. Instead of coming from that yeah. angle. Yeah, like DJ Show, you yeah. musty. Yeah. Oh. Instead of, instead of taking that show, angle, just, you ain't been on the like, show. Hey, you know, of, of just letting you know, somebody who's nar a narcissist will see an opening that may be a slippage and they'll take it this way. Oh, this dumbass nigga can't side. This is a dumbass nigga. You don't know how to tie your shoe. This is what they think. You a dumbass nigga. Yeah, this yeah. nigga ain't on my life. What type of nigga don't tie his shoe? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, this bitch ass. His girl cheating on him, bitch ass nigga. He probably ain't laying pipe. I should probably fuck his girl. He's a bitch. What yeah. type of nigga let his girl cheat him? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the perception of a narcissist. We all have a low level of it in order to be entertainers. Yeah, true. But that's the that's the more extreme version of it. You know what I'm saying? Now, I saw you in the comments. Somebody said, what about iron sharpens iron? That part is cool, but the rest of that proverb says, as a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Drink up. Hey, Drink up, man. man of Proverbs. That's a dope-ass proverb. You know what I'm saying? You got to be a friend to sharpen somebody. Yeah. What we talking about is just some random nigga just picking out a, every celebrity. Every, every person he know and yeah. you this and you this and you that nigga we not friends shut the fuck you up you know what that is though Charlie people that always got something to say about somebody else that shows you the vibration <clears throat> at home that they own right. that shows you their insecurity Facts. that's why like yes people like that we out here you know people people don't say whatever, whatever they gotta say about us Right. however you speak about me or anyone else is a reflection of how you feel about yourself inside yep you know what I mean? And like for a lot of these chat room niggas I see you know they they, they, they go fat joke they say, they'll say the same fat joke 10, the next nigga say bizarre, kill yourself. It'll be unfunny than a motherfucker, but you know why I don't take that personal? It's because these are people that was touched by their uncle. Yeah. And they don't want to address that. You know what I mean? So <laughs> since they, they feel bad, they were so goddamn ugly. The mama said, I don't want to raise this little ugly motherfucker. Here, okay. take it. Go to the right. option. And they feel that pain inside of them, and they right. project it out on everybody else. All so yeah. people are always calling you this and calling you that. Look at them like, oh, that's just a little, little whole ass motherfucker that ain't, that's too afraid to address their own issues and you keep pushing. All right, let me ask you a question, man, the, uh, about how we should be looking. Why are we looking at Master P in a bad way? Isn't that just a good business move? He didn't put no gun no head to nobody's head to make him sign no contract. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not necessarily looking at him in a bad way. I'm just observing the information that's mm -hmm. out there about it. I don't even know if what I'm saying is 100% correct because it's right. third-party information. The shit you read. Um, my personal uh, view of Master P is that he's a he's a stand-up motherfucker. Yeah, that's exactly but, how. Yeah. No, I don't stand-up dude. I don't think his legacy, like like him doing this, I don't think this is to me. It makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah. like look where I am now. Let me let me teach the game to these young niggas who, who 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 I've been doing this all the whole time. But it would it would be passive aggressive for me to say that I haven't had those thoughts about any of those mogul niggas. I would, you can have that about baby. I, be, you had that about I gotta baby. say, what, I got you know I can, I can, I can agree with you on that. Maybe at the time when I was hearing it, but now being on the, in the business type of shit, I'm like, all right, well, 
I know damn well I'm always trying to get the best of somebody else if I'm trying to I'm trying to sell some shit. But not right. if it's so, an artist though. That's different. If it's I, the I, credit, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, what I'm take, saying. Taking advantage. Yes. She like, look, okay. I'm always trying to take advantage of somebody I'm selling the car to. I mean, just <laughs> but, no, no, no. I, that's, I, but that's I, I'm not trying to not, 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 no. I'm trying to say some bullshit, but just no. I want to sell it to you for the, as most as I can. Get. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. What yeah. makes you a whore is deception, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. So okay. I don't know any okay. of the correct contractual situations that happen with P or any of these other mogul niggas. But I know this. If I sign a contract with, with this nigga Dunk, he I'm signed to his label, and then a couple years goes by, and I look at my contract in comparison to other contracts, right. and I see that this is uh, this is some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't know you niggas raped me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You could have did the right thing. You could have gave me what I deserve. You could have gave me what you gave, uh, what's his son's name? Romeo. Could have gave me what you gave me, Romeo. Yeah. If we being fair, okay. you give me what you give Romeo, but Romeo's a part owner. That's yeah. different. But what I'm saying is, when you find out later that somebody fucks you over, it hurts more. Yeah. Because you 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 hang with a motherfucker every day under the impression that this is my dog. He's doing right by me. Yeah. Signed me to a deal, believed in my talent. We breaking yeah. bread together. We eating together. We fucking bitches. We flying. We hanging every day. I done fought people for you. Did all this shit. Come to find out, you've been treating me like a, one of the mother motherfuckers the whole time, and I didn't know it. Yeah. That's, the, that's like the worst feeling when yeah. a motherfucker you thought loved you don't love you. The deceit. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, I it's, it's deception is a motherfucker. That's what I mean. Like especially in the music, because like you're artist and being a creator, bro. I don't like. I tell Brandon all the time. I fucking hate talking to people. Not yeah. like I'm not a, like like I don't want. I'm fucking. A, I am an introvert, bro. I don't like fucking doing business with people yeah. because I do have a heart. And in business, nigga, can't have no heart, nigga. Exactly. I ain't, nigga, yeah, I ain't right. there, nigga, got no heart like I Hitler, you nigga. you had a, a Hershey's in your chest. I don't know your heart. <laughs> 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 I got a king-size Hershey's with almonds. Hey, hey, you look like Al Borland if he sold nickel bags, nigga. Al <laughs> <laughs> Home improvement? Yeah, Al Borland got the nickel bag. Fuck with it. <laughs> nickel bags? That nigga Dewan is working with Lee Daniels on the motherfucking uh, Al Sharpton documentary, nigga. <laughs> nigga didn't want to let me get it out. Nigga didn't want to let me get it out. Nigga didn't want to let me get it out. Oh, my nigga. Damn, you gravel voice motherfucker. That's funny to the motherfucker. That nigga working side by side with Lee Dan on a project, nigga. I miss Marquis Bio. But a lot of times when you fuck people over and you and look at it in hindsight, people start trying to, you know, it, there's never a wrong time to do the right thing. So even if it's 10 years later, as long as you start, you start. Facts. You feel what I'm saying? Just so don't feel judged. But if you are on some bullshit and you a powerful motherfucker and somebody who doesn't have as much power as you calls you out on it. Yeah. It's rare when them type of motherfuckers a, a, a be stand up about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, one, go ahead. I just like, I'm gonna say like this. It's a, it's a lesson in all of this, and because like it's a lot of talented motherfuckers that watch this show. You know what I mean? We we got a, we got dope ass audience. Yeah. Facts. We got the next great dope music producer watching this shit right now. Who? Right. The next greatest dope music producer, movie producer, it's, actor is watching this shit. Flat right. out, sitting right next to you. Flat right. out. <laughs> You know, he here, they, 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 they're, they're eight years old watching this nigga right here. Yeah, they are. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, These niggas are going to be on in 15 years. Fair. I like so that. So for you motherfuckers out there watching who's going to be on, because one of you
Understand that when it comes Come on to, the show, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do it. When you get to that point, these people become your friends for the purpose of deceiving you. Damn. It's business. If, if the relationship with someone else that you don't know is centered around your talent, understand that that's a business relationship. Oh, it ain't got nothing well, to do with you. Right Damn. Yeah, understand, if, right if, if they didn't come to you just because you're walking down the street saying that's a, that's a cool well, kid. Well, well, you're, well, well, you're saying this right. So uh, I, I watched, I, I follow I Mike Tyson's podcast mm-hmm. like religiously. Like this guy is one of the smartest people on oh, the fucking yeah. planet. Yeah, Tyson shit and he talks about meeting great people. So yeah, I met a lot of great people, but just because a person achieved greatness doesn't make them a good person. No, so he no. talks about how he's met great people who are bad people, and I don't think people can. I think people when they see their quote unquote idols or their role models, Craig, how many celebrities have you met in your life oh, that weren't what you thought they were? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Thanks, James Bond. Yeah, definitely. Ooh, one hundred, hundred ball. Good looking family. I've checked somebody that he knows from the town. I ain't gonna say yeah. his name, actor. He's not a bad person, but he was feeling himself for a while and had a little bit of arrogance about him. Mm, but you do agree, huh? you can be great while being a bad person. All the yeah. time. But a bad per- being a bad person is not a permanent state. It's just an error in perception. Thank you. So Facts. you can come to the light. It just may take a nigga slapping the shit out of you. Mm. Or you're pulling <laughs> you in front of everybody. Or your girl fucking another nigga. It's gonna, something's going to humble you. Cause you're not gonna yeah. be, you, you never, you can't beat your ego. Your ego gonna beat you in the long run if you don't control yourself. Man, you know what I'm saying? You know what? A lot of, a lot of uh, guilt. There's a lot of guilt shaming in sports, and and it's amongst the players, right? Because in you know, I speak on basketball because I'm a huge fan. But every couple years, five, ten years, they start playing the paying the players of that generation. A significantly higher salary than the ones of the previous generation. Yeah, yeah. And you always get these clips in the media of retired players saying, Man. they gave Kobe how much? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, they, Dr. J only made $4 million for five years. They gave Kobe $4 million, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you always hear that. I just seen, a, I just seen Brett Favre in the media oh, yeah. uh, oh, do, yes. do a very passive-aggressive uh, guilt-shaming <laughs> form of hating. I saw that shit. You seen that yeah. shit? Um, he said, look, he said, I'm kind of old school. You get paid a ton of money to do a certain job and just do it and let the chips fall where they may. I think we make too much money to voice an opinion, but I'm not saying he's wrong. I think it's a different day and different time, and it'll be interesting to see how the organization handles it. So this quote is in reference to the uh, Texans quarterback. What's his Deshaun name? Watson. Deshaun, Watson. Deshaun Watson said he wanted to be traded because the organization wasn't doing enough to win. Yeah. Brett Favre's quote was kind of justified if you look at it on the outside. But if you dive into this quote, there was some guilt shaming in this. See, what a lot of people don't understand is that when the system is controlling your subconscious, it uses guilt to maintain control of you. And you don't even know it. So Brett Favre is defending a system. And he doesn't even know that the system is controlling him. He just thinks he's saying the right thing. Well, what the fuck you mean we make too much money to voice our voice our opinions? Exactly. If something is wrong, it's wrong. Exactly. Facts. If something is wrong, it's wrong. Hold on one second, one second. So uh So uh my first question is Brett Favre right, Brandon? He's he's not right. And Brett Favre, you have, you have to look at the history of Brett Favre before we even go into it. He's, he was one of my favorite players, man. Uh, I'm a Green Bay fan, born and raised Green Bay fan, the whole nine. And Brett, when they got Aaron Rodgers, 
He didn't want to teach him the game. He, he was acting like a hoe. He was acting like a bitch, Talk bro. Didn't want to show him the game. Nothing like Talk that. And Aaron, that's why Aaron always has a chip because Aaron's like, well, my, that motherfucker didn't teach me. I'm not teaching nobody y'all bring on either. Talk about those one year. So, so no, I'm, I'll get there. So he did that, right? Whatever, right? Every every quarterback has done has groomed the next guy. That's just what you do in, in the fraternity of NFL. Right. Brett refused to do it. He then requested be traded um, in the division, and the team was like, we're not going to fucking do it. Yeah. So what does he do? Well, I'm just going to retire. Mm -hmm. Then So I'll play for the Jets for one year, and then once, the, once you lift, the, once you lift um, my agreement off the contract, I can then go play for the Vikings. Yeah. So he's, he's, been, he's always done whole shit to get his way, right? But when somebody else voices theirs, and let's say, for instance, a black player, that's what I was gonna get on. Yeah. Man. Now it's hey, we make too much money. Well, do were you making too much money when you were beating no. up the Green Bay Packers when no. we didn't know if you're gonna retire yeah, exactly. or if you're gonna fucking and play? How many years did that go along when he was on retirement? Oh, oh, it was for years. Years. He, he flirted yeah. with this for years. Yeah, that, he kept, like, that kept Aaron Rodgers on a fucking bench. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, think <laughs> about Aaron's bench, stats bro. now. What they would have been if he wasn't Ooh. fucking holding up the team yeah, for ransom. But again, you can make these statements when it's a black when it's a when it's a black player. I don't even feel like Deshaun's out and looking side. Yeah. He's just speaking. You know so, what he's doing that's wrong? He's using his authority. He's using his power. It offends these little dick motherfuckers when a black person uses their power. Right. Now, if a black person just, just performs well, gets his money, shuts up, they don't mind him getting $90 million. So you're saying a smaller <clears throat> dick makes you less of a person? Yeah. <laughs> it, does. It, it, does. It, does. it 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 yeah, really does. Really. You can see, you, all you insecure motherfuckers, you're talking to yourself. <laughs> That's what I mean. Look, dick, look, dick niggas get no respect. <laughs> you can tell, nigga. <laughs> so, those is Brett Favre allowing the system being the NFL to manipulate him with guilt? I don't know if it's a system. If he's allowing the system to do that, I, or I think it's necessarily Brett Favre might fuck around and be a racist. I mean, it's not. He is on the back watch. Anybody think of that? Anybody think about that part? Like, he could just be like. He went to Old Man. He only want to speak up because it's a nigga saying some shit. But listen to what he's saying. I think it's deeper. I think it's deeper than racism. A lot of times, see, people don't understand that if it can only be, something can only be perfect if it works 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. If it works 9 out of 10 times, it's not perfect. It's a flaw. It's a flawed system. So something that can work for you at a high level may not work for me. Just because it's working for you at a high clip doesn't mean that we don't revisit this system and can't label it as flawed because if it's not working for me but it's working for y'all, there's something wrong with the system. But yeah. the thing with Brett Favre is well, you have to look at the context of what he's, he's pretending it to a black guy, but then he'll say we as if he means everybody. Yeah, they, don't, they, didn't, they didn't say this shit when the Chargers wasted fucking Phillip Rivers' career and he goes to the Colts. You know, like where where was where was Brett Favre's comments? You know what I'm saying? Like, like it just he says it, and it's pertaining to only the black pair who's speaking out. And that's and, and that's what I'm on. I'm on with you, Brandon. Because the, the the thing is, when when white men start talking about how much money is involved, yeah. and that you're getting, mm -hmm. it's usually really about race. But that's but that's <clears> but that's what I'm saying. Because if it's guilt shaming, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So that's it's, guilt shaming yeah. because it's supposed to. You should be ashamed that you have complaints and I'm paying you fifteen dollars. Exactly. Well, <laughs> you should be ashamed. No, 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 no. It should be no, no. It's not that great. It should. You should be grateful. You you should be grateful. We giving you this white money. So shut your black ass. Yeah, shut up and play. That's how I interpret what he's saying. You're one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. 
You're one of the stars in the league. Just shut up and, and, and embrace what that is because it can be taken away from you because the NFL is not guaranteed contracts. You know what I'm saying? So I understand if Brett, Brett Fart, if, like you said, but I don't think he has that mentality where he gives a fuck about Deshaun Watson like that. You know what I'm saying? Let's be honest. Yeah, he's the real. Yeah, so let's say, when, so when I hear the money part coming, I already think racism because, oh, this they playing him what? Hey. And he got something to say about him leaving? Oh, hell no. He out of his fucking mind. Think about Brett Favre. I remember, it seems he only talks when it's a black player. I forgot what, because I don't watch football no more. Fuck football. But back when I did, I used watch. Yeah, back, but back when I did, I used to watch that shit. Back when I used to watch that shit, I remember when, he, when Brett Favre was, uh, one of his receivers was in contract issues and was holding out. And he, Brett Favre, he would only speak up when his black receivers would be in contract negotiation yeah. issues. Right. Yeah. Brett Favre always got his money. He never had to sit down and negotiate. Brett, Brett Favre. Favre, you getting this bread. But when someone else, he was always the one speaking up when it would be one of the black players on the team going through the contract negotiations. So Brett Favre, shut your ass up, you drug addict. Well, here's the when you, when you When you look at you got to examine the quote, though. So I think that that's partially correct. But I think that he has issues somewhat subconsciously with black people but i do feel like in sports it's common for retired older players to hate on younger players specifically if red Favre is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time all facts some people say he's the greatest is there's an argument for that there's argument there's an argument he's a monster right okay now old boy what's the quarterbacks from the texans deshaun he has he has he has the opportunity as a talent to be that great as well right but in every athlete, there's an ego. Mm-hmm. I'm Brett Favre. I'm the greatest of all time. This motherfucker only been doing this shit for three, four years. He already made more money than I made in my first ten years of my career. Facts. Ain't no way this motherfucker. You know, <laughs> these, some of these retired players want you to do everything first and then get paid. You feel what I'm saying? When in, in sports, they pay you at the rate of your at the rate of your production. They don't wait to the end of your career and give you all your money. If right. you average 20 points a game three seasons in a row and it's time for a contract negotiation, they're going to pay you what that stat line is worth at that particular time. Unless you're Kobe Bryant. Unless you're Kobe. Kobe <laughs> got ripped 40, off. He got 49.5 for two years when he couldn't even walk. But yeah. that's why I don't think – that's why I don't feel like Brett Favre's issue is a system issue. I don't, I don't think it's a system issue. I think, I think Brett Favre's issue is a Brett Favre issue. I, just like going back to what we talked about before. He's an addict. Yeah, if you think about the person who has an issue with everybody and everything that they're around, that's the same person we talked about earlier that has an issue with themselves. You know what I'm saying? He pointing out flaw. I think Brett Favre had these issues. You can go all the way back to high school. He probably, I think it's a mental concern with Brett Favre, man. And I think they need to quit putting the microphone in front of his face and, and letting him speak his opinion. That nigga is off. They know. <laughs> Charlie, they do real quick. Why is it cool for, for all right, look. Should nobody be? Should no man speak on another man's fucking pockets? On, 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 Period. On his, on his unless you're trying to get him more money. So unless unless that's what you're trying to do. So in this in this situation, it. this is some I bitch ass it. shit. Why on it. earth are you speaking on what that man gonna make? But right. When, not, when anybody, not just him. When any of these niggas do that shit, weak as fuck. But see, but he he started off trying to make it. The reason it's a system thing is because he's because. What's the quarterback from the Texans name? Deshaun Watson. He's speaking up against the system. He's speaking up against the team saying, you motherfuckers ain't doing enough. I want to leave because the team is not doing enough. Deshaun wasn't saying anything about bread. Now, where it where, where, where the subconscious defense of the system comes in is because, because Brett Favre is jumping into the fire. Oh, man, appreciate you, James. Thank Brett you, James. Favre is jumping into the fire, and he's not saying... 
well, you're wrong because the team did this, this, and this. He's automatically defending the system, saying you need to be quiet because the system is paying you well. You shouldn't have any quarrels if the management is not doing their, you know, they're they're doing what they're supposed to do. But he didn't bring us any yeah, facts. He didn't, yeah. he didn't bring us any facts to defend the system. He took it off the system and he scapegoated it to bread. We make too much money to be no, yeah, nigga. I mean, if the Texans ain't doing business, it's, it's definitely here. Look, it's definitely a system issue. Look, it's, you know, again, it's baked in how it out, how it is. Athletes are people who define who their whole life they've defined themselves by how good they are. <coughs> now you're 40 years old and you can't do that no more. <coughs> Say it again. The athletes from the age from age of six on, they define themselves on how how run how fast they can run or how they can jump. Oh yeah. How many points they can average, and we see it going on right now with, like inside the the NBA. That's hater cool. central for the young niggas coming up. You know what I mean? Them niggas take turns Shaq at like the worst question that they got asked. I'm gonna finish this point. I'm gonna finish this point though. What it is is you have the people who've been who defined themselves by that their whole life. Now they're 43 and they can't do it anymore. Mm. And they see these other young motherfuckers coming. They've never taken the time to find out who am I outside of being able to run, jump, and dunk. Let me and, let me look, Brandon. Before you go, there, there's a such thing in science called guilt messaging, mm -hmm. right? And this is this is one of the things that guilt. This is exactly what Brett Favre is doing. Now, uh, this is a form of guilt messaging. Now that guilt uh, messages are really just anger in disguise, the guilt sender is failing to openly admit their anger at you for what you are doing. So instead of just admitting, mm. I'm angry, nigga, because you could just speak up. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just saying that, he goes to the money. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. It, you know, guilt messaging is a very complicated thing because it's passive aggressive and it can be interpreted as being a million different things because the sender of the guilt message is not keeping it 100. They're not saying it what it really is and it's leaving yeah. everything subject to interpretation. That's so what I'm can talking. we all agree that what it really is is racism? <laughs> I don't think and that. Look, I think, look, <laughs> hey, don't, 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 look, it's a combination. Right? Look, it, I see this, I see this two things. I see this two things because in the general subject we're talking about systematically. Yeah. Again, talking I trust, about I, I hear you, I hear you though. They identify themselves as that. Like, they can no longer do it. They don't know who they are outside of that sport. So now they're judging those who are in it because they they've never taken the time to identify who they are. Stripped of their identity. They stripped their, their their identity is basketball, is football. Yes. Now someone else is living their identity and they can't do it anymore. And Facts. so and so they're going to naturally hate because haters are people who don't know who they are. Facts. And then when it comes to Brett Favre, hell yeah, it's racism because again. The only time throughout his career he's ever spoken about anybody else's <clears throat> contract situation was when it was a was black like, player. Yes, yes. He didn't say shit about Eli Manning. He, uh, and he didn't say shit about when, when other white players do shit like that. Let's go a step further, bro. John Elway gets drafted in the 80s, right? Mm -hmm. Talk about it. He was it. supposed to go to, I want to say, you guys correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. I want to say Atlanta. And he's like, I don't want to play there. If you guys fucking pick me, John Elway was a high draft pick for baseball. Mm -hmm. he, goes, yeah, I'm gonna go, he goes, I'm going to go fucking play baseball yep. if you guys even dare to pick me. Watch. So what do they do? They get scared and they don't pick him. And the Denver Broncos pick him. Mm -hmm. And he goes on to do great things, blah, blah. If Brad is so into what sis the system says, you go to whoever picks you, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So my thing is this. Why didn't – so I want, if, I want him to be consistent. Tell me about the John Elway situation mm -hmm. or the Eli Manning situation. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the list goes on and on and on. But the John Elway, for sure, this guy specifically said, wasn't his reps. I dare you to pick me because I'm going to go play baseball if you do it. Exactly. It sounds like Brett Favre mad because he got hold. Right. I mean, I Brett Favre the same guy that was sending dick pics to the 
to the reporter. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Jen. Uh, Jen yeah, Sterber, Dick, and, and he and was got caught. Drugs well, the first and, and, of his and, career. And, and like, and he did it while his wife was was, was dying of breast cancer. Oh, which shout she, out to Brett. You know shout what I'm saying? Out to you, so Brett. Then, Brett Carlin, that but, but character has to come into play at a certain point. I'm glad you said that. This is a low character. This is a motherfucker who was on drugs the first ten years of his career. The Colts. All right, my bad, what Roger. Drugs was Brett on. He was on them uh, in the anti-inflammatories. Oh wow. He was he was hooked on it. Been pain pills. And he and my wife had cancer. He was sending dick pics and something. Somebody else, and he only speaks on black hey, real quick. Uh, issues. Hey, Fuck Brent. Dewan, I think Dewan made a really interesting point that we have to really look at. Who you are and what you do are two totally different things. Mm-hmm. And we running into a lot of these retired NFL, NBA players. You know what I'm saying? Hockey player, all of them, dog. They retired 10, 15. These niggas is lost, man. You got to be able to separate who you are and what you do. It's two totally different That's things. That's facts. Oh my, but they They said it was the. We got some football fans, historians, in this motherfucker. They said uh, the Baltimore Colts. It was. Yeah, Baltimore. But right. yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. But just be consistent. Don't don't just come every every so on to criticize like the black athlete. Well, That's corny. Once when the system is working through somebody subconsciously, they they use flaws as as guilt justification. So they find a flaw in whoever is going against the system, and they use that to justify guilt shaming the person who was standing up with their chest out like this shit ain't right. Mm. How dare you stand up? You got a strike. You know this. This is how our system works. How dare you speak out against the system, Ti? We got twenty women over here who say something else. Mm -hmm. You know understand what I'm saying? How dare you speak out against the system, Michael Jackson? We got these little kids who say differently. How dare you own your own masters? How oh. dare you? This system is not here for individuals to become Michael Jackson, T.I., and these great conglomerates, you know what I'm saying, who have made tons of money and, and have have our best interest at heart. The system is not designed for that, bro. Remember, when they just, Michael Jackson owned that huge catalog. They made sure that the nigga was dead, and they made sure that that catalog was worth 10% Less than what it should have been worth because they want that money. The system wants the most out of you, Facts. and they want you to get the lowest possible reward for your work. They don't Facts. want you to Facts. maximize Facts. your talents, you know what I'm saying, in conjunction with what you should be making off of it. Go ahead. Dude. And also, they uh, we 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 gotta we gotta we gotta put other people that's in there. We we talk about accountability. There were there were a lot of black people ready to kill Michael Jackson. Because of what they would get for hurting him. You know what I'm saying? We, we got one of the biggest, richest black women in America that helped try to put a lie out. She got Oprah. sued for it. Oprah. Oh, Oprah. Lie on what? With the, the Neverland life. shit. That's her. That's her. Her Harpo films, the one well, that the produced that. about that nigga. Uh, against Michael? Yeah. The, uh, never, the, the Neverland shit. That was her. So. You tell me Oprah did the Neverland. Never she was a hoe. Yeah. She was, that was, bro, that was a heartbreak. That was a heartbreak. Oprah don't fuck was, with black men like that. Yeah, unless unless they're homosexual or they're very passive. Look, that's the truth. When they had the cast of Dreamgirls supposed to come on the Oprah show, yeah. they said Mike home, Mike Epps, stay your ass yeah, at home. Come. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They didn't let on, on the What? One of the funniest no. in America. She did that, she did that Mike Epps time. is a positive dude, bro. Very cool. The he's cool a nigga that beat the odds. Mm-hmm. He's a legendary comedian. And he's, he's alpha. He's not beatable. talent. He's Ooh, a very man. smart dude. Very intelligent. Why wouldn't you want Mike Epps on your show? Yeah. You right. know when else that happened? Ice Cube had a TV show that came out like in the mid-2000s. It was like, it was. I forgot the name of the show. But he basically had a white family dressed in black and a black family dressed white so they could talk about what it is oh, to experience yeah, it. Yeah. They came on the Oprah to talk about that show 
and they didn't bring Ice Cube on the show. And he was the executive producer of the fucking show. She don't fuck with alpha niggas. Nah, nah. If Period. You, if you beta and soft, Oprah loves you. If you stand on your own. And I remember, Stead, I remember the one alpha Stead, nigga she man. did fuck with. I remember Bernie Mac is the only nigga I seen. I'll tell you the other one. When she, when Dave Chappelle, when the, when the show, when the Chappelle show ended, and he went to Africa and came back, she was the first one to do the interview. She couldn't. Pass he was that talking up. the real shit, she but she was the way she was framing his narrative. He was talking about, look, I basically, look, I needed time to get away, and she was trying her best to make Dave Chappelle look crazy. It didn't happen because Dave Chappelle was smart enough facts to go more. around her facts. facts. But she was setting traps for that motherfucker, trying yes. to make him look as bad as he can look. When she brought on uh, Michael Jordan and, and, uh, and Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jordan is definitely an alpha. Her homegirl, though. Her homegirl is uh, Gail. Gail, that's her homegirl. Oh, what did she say about Kobe shit? The Kobe shit. You think Gail is her homegirl? They fucking. Okay, 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 I'm sorry. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, she's slopping that box, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? That nigga uh, dunk, that nigga dunk, holler at the same hoes as Young Buck, nigga. Hey yo, we're gonna go to oh, a quick commercial give me break. Back. When we so get I'll back, you more Craig facts. That shit was good. Damn, I'm Oh man, my two big bros is on uh, Zoe's show right now. As a lot of y'all don't know, this whole thing, beef, was a setup. Uh, <laughs> Corey and Zoe coming out with a duet album. Man. <laughs> That's gonna be like Michael and Eddie, huh? That shit gonna be called What You Thought. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna make a grip off of it too, nigga. The first single they remake is Fire and Desire. Uh, <laughs> Corey gonna be Rick James. And uh, <laughs> so gotta be Zoe Tina Marie. And what's 10 duet songs if Corey and Zoe got together that, that would be on the album that they would remake? Shit. <laughs> Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> Just the two of us. Just the two of us. <laughs> we didn't make it if we tried. Just the two of us. You and I. It's not even that, bro. They're they going to remix uh, uh, the Cisco Lil' Kim, How Many Licks. <laughs> <laughs> How many licks did it take to get to the Twinkies? How many licks did it take to get to the Twinkies? Tell me. How many licks did it take for you to get to the 20K? Oh, oh, oh. How many licks did it take for you to get to the 20K? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How many licks you take oh. to get to the 20K? Oh, that's oh, fucking man. alert. Them niggas gonna be pieces and hurt. How many How many licks? Some of these young cats don't know about Lil' Kim and Cisco. Oh, look. Now you know why? Because Lil' Kim like a little Asian nail store owner right now. But she was so fine. Oh, I love Lil' Kim. She fucked herself. She look like the weekend now. Yeah, she do look like the weekend. Oh, yeah. Y'all can't talk today. about Lil' Kim publicly. She got goons. Yeah, she do got goons. I love Lil' Kim. Her <laughs> plastic surgeon to beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. You talking about my boy, nigga? <laughs> that nigga. Yo, yo. <laughs> hey, that's the only nigga that can kill you and get away with it. You don't know who this nigga is. This nigga did his own face. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Give him by the ball. 
goons almost beat Charlemagne ass yeah. in the street. Look, yeah, that's the nigga. Look, 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 Kim ain't no punk motherfucker. She ain't no punk motherfucker, man. She's a and she a hard rapper. Yeah, she's, she's one of the greatest. Fire. She can flow. She's, she's one, one of the greatest female rappers ever. She's top. She's top three, top two or three female rappers. I'm sorry, I don't believe in any female rapper. You can't. Look, Kim hard. I don't believe any Look of them. You can't Kim be Kim no Kim hard Kim female Kim rapper to me. You can't. I will beat the Charlie dog shit out of you. That's Charlie Newhart. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who it is. Look, None of them hoes. It ain't too many. None of them hoes is hard. She was so fucking fuck, nice. Fuck the rap. She was fine. Yeah, she, she was. I don't care what she was fine. Hold on. Are y'all the kind of niggas who repeat the female lyrics in the motherfuckers? Hold on, look Kim lyrics like some of them songs you can rap that shit verbatim, but she ain't talking about no fucking in that. She just boring shit. I lie for you, die for you, Ruga by the thigh for you, right hand high for you. Y'all niggas need to all you niggas need to shut that shit up, man. <laughs> you, that, you said that? I got a ruga by my thigh for you? You repeated that? Is she hard? Have you ever seen? Hey, that nigga Charlie. Hey, that nigga Charlie's still married. They had him as an extra in Moulin Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's still going to one of them churches that don't let women get in the pool pit. Hey, you better not be wearing no pantsuits in this motherfucker. Handmaid's tell ass nigga. That's why. That's why Chris Stokes hired you to assemble a damn swing set in his backyard, nigga. Hey, Charlie uh, played a teenage giraffe in Jumanji. Top rappers of our time. She hard. And the she hardest hard. female rapper ever is Rage. Then it's Lil' Kill. I gotta put Rage. Rage is the hardest. Rage. Rage is the hardest. Rage is number one, though. I'm nah, Mia X is number one because she 400 pounds. And she can back up that right here. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill is the most complete artist in hip hop history. She's also the hardest rapper. She's not fucking with Rage. You don't have one album and become the best. Heather B. She stole all that shit. You gotta have more than one album to qualify. Muhammadia. Muhammadia hard. You gotta have more than one album. You gotta have more than one album. The qualifier is you have to have more than one album. And you're not sampling everybody else's shit. And putting your own name on it. Yeah. Huh? No, no. Raw no. Digger. Raw Digger. Digger, Digger, Digger. The Brat. First name Rashid. Young Thug, hard as a motherfucker. Crazy. Crazy. Shout out to Young Thug, man. Thugger. MC Light. That nigga was in a full dress on the damn album cover, dog. MC Light, look. I gotta get rid of Hold on, go ahead, dog. Can we speak on Lil Uzi, though? Losey's wow. Losey, this nigga oh, put a twenty-four million dollar oh, yeah. diamond or whatever sapphire or some shit. This nigga think he he fucking um vision. Yeah, he wow. Oh, what he do? He that, put a twenty. He put a fucking he put a diamond in his forehead. I mean, you know what his name? What he says his name means when you put it all together? What? what? Lucifer. Lucifer. 
It's Lil Uzi Vert yeah, put Lucifer. together as Lucifer. Fast, that nigga Lucifer. is crazy, dog. Lucifer. What the fuck you expect for a nigga who call himself Lucifer? Yeah. 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 And it's clear that nigga's getting hit, too. This nigga's getting hit. Yeah, that nigga sleep with a lizard in the bed every day. <laughs> <laughs> Weird ass nigga. Well, that's the thing, Dewan. That's why Craig's growing out his pimple. Oh! Craig got a whole diamond cluster pimple. No, Craig. He's gonna get a praise. Hey. That's fucking stupid. That's <laughs> 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 about thirty four hundred. Get thirty four hundred. Just they're showing up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know what's burnt out about that though? <laughs> that nigga crazy, brother. I was burnt out about it. If he he spent that much money to do that, that's fucking dumb, nigga. You have no friends around you. I'm gonna let you know right now. Hey. Twenty four million, your forehead looks stupid. Hey, we just got done saying let, let niggas spend what they want to spend. But twenty four million dollars a lot of fucking money to well, do some stupid shit. So I'm, I'm sure that <laughs> if you make payments, <laughs> I'm sure it's not zero percent financial. So can I ask you a question? Sure if he miss a payment, do they come take the shit out of his head? <laughs> <laughs> man, all I know is, is bro, you ain't paid, we gotta kill you. That nigga sweet. That's attached to his dome, man. All I know is this. Lil Uzi Vert been training in Sugar Ray Leonard's basement. Man. <laughs> hey, come on. But look, you, you spend $24 million on some shit to go on your forehead. I hope when the corona's open. This nigga go to the amusement park and get on one of those roller coaster rides, and as soon as that hoe hit a loop, that shit fall off his forehead. Man, never yeah, see that shit again. Well, Lesson learned, motherfucker. Well, let, let, me, let, me, let me ask y'all something, man, because uh, it's, it's Black 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 History Month. Oh, of shit. course, yes, yes. Should we get rid of it? No. Of the month? Yeah. I don't give a fuck about it. It don't change my life. No. Every month is Black History Month to me. I I, I like that we have it, but I just hate how they just give shit to us and we yeah. just post it. We can't never put like what we want on it. It's, we yeah. can take this and this is what yeah. you got. Mm-hmm. We, That's kind of because we don't take initiative. Yeah, I think that's where, where, it, where it comes right. down to look. We got to uh, understand this. Black History Month comes from the father of black history, Carter G. Woodson. First black person to get his PhD from the, from Harvard University. And he taught at Harvard. And he made it Black History Week, the week between Abraham Lincoln and George Washington's birthday, that be, to, to, to celebrate the multiple successes that black people have had. Because we are the first engineers of the society. They always want to put us just in slavery. Right, right, right. You know, we are George right. Washington Carver. We are Benjamin Banneker. We are Kentucky. Yeah, we have, we have all that <laughs> we have all that history here. So that was his attempt out of because that, that's not recognized right. to recognize it. And then out of that, it became a month. Are we New Wabians? Man, I don't Hell know. Hell That's not New York shit. No, we are not. You know what I'm talking about? You never heard of I don't want to get into it with the Armin Ross squad. Them niggas be going around Fuck the base. y'all niggas. <laughs> you be out there with bullshit haircuts and ponytails. <laughs> and purple hair. <laughs> with shoulder pads on. <laughs> You don't take off that football gear, man. Maybe looking like showing up from the last dragon. Hey, I remember. I remember walking by some Hebrew, Hebrew Israelites nigga with a bag of Popeyes chicken. Thank God on my ass. Nothing but laugh because the nigga on the mic. So what the fuck I'm gonna sit there arguing? He was like, brother, 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 like, brother. 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 Hey, look at him with the Popeye oh, chicken. He's in the doom dressing ass. Bush 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 Bush
Them niggas be at uh, Big Five buying all that shit. Nigga. <laughs> they be in the Big Five looking for the religion. We're the religious section. The religious shoulder pad. That nigga. I'm they go the religious shoulder pad. I'm in the tennis section, section next. We, we, but look, oh, we, we got to remember this shit, though. Black History Month isn't something that's like, what it is, we'll create some shit, and then they'll be like, all right, fuck it. Then, 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 then play a Jedi mind trick on us and say, okay, yeah, you motherfuckers got it. We created Black History Month. You know what I mean? Just like we created uh, Memorial Day. You know what I mean? Yes, we did. But that was to commemorate black soldiers that fought in the Civil War. Seriously? Yeah, Memorial Day. Why you think niggas be barbecuing? Tell them about the Twinkie. See the Twinkie, they, see the Twinkie. Twinkie. what they did with the Twinkie was. Twinkies in Africa. They put the cream in it. They put the prototype on Craig's nose. <laughs> and said if, 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 if the Twinkie's in the nigga nose, that's the size you're going to make the Twinkie. And then they brought Randy Short in to test it. <laughs> to make sure everything was legit. Randy Short? <laughs> this nigga Craig, this nigga Craig sneezed cream filling. Uh, wait, 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 so no, no. Go ahead. No, no, so, so, Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> Black History Month is our creation, and it's something that that they expanded upon because, like I said, it goes back to Carter G. Woodson. Read the book Carter Miseducation G. of the Negro. Every black person must read Miseducation of the Negro, okay. and he breaks it down and he talks about how we got the mindset where we are right now and how to get out of it. Hey, he, I don't got no problem with Hebrew. Is that do y'all niggas dress funny than the mother? Yeah, hey, y'all do. Dress I wouldn't funny be a man mother. if I act like uh, y'all wear purple skirts. Yeah, I'm a little deeper. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Who told y'all niggas that the Hebrew <laughs> Israelites dress like that? <laughs> and where the fucking pictures at? To show, show me. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> scripture. Show me in the Bible where it say buy all of your shit from Big Sporting Goods. <laughs> Read. Yeah, where in the Bible did he say he donned his motherfucking football? Yeah, read. <laughs> hey, hey, my uncle read. Read. Hey, I'm gonna tell you this for you. Said God said dress like a Power Ranger. That's what God said. Dress read. Like a Power Ranger. Read. <laughs> hey, you can't have an effective argument with them Hebrew Israelite niggas, dog. Them niggas were. No, 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 brother. You know, you know, my dad's my uncle's a Hebrew Israelite now. He just became one like a few years ago. Shout out to the Hebrew. And he was talking to my dad about joining. But he always talking about my dad was like, Why is it every time you Hebrew Israelites talk, y'all talk about Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy. Nigga, the Bible has six six books, you only got one? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? That's only when they believe. They believe, yeah, they believe that all the shit comes from there. But like but like I just want to tie this up. Black people, we need to celebrate Black History Month, but not confine it to Black History Month. Yeah. Black that's History Month is already... That's the, that's the month that we remember. <laughs> Nigga, we literally built all this shit. Right. So, if sometimes we forget around Christmas. We definitely do. You know what I mean? We forget because it's Christmas time. You know what I mean? The eggnog make a nigga forget. So, February, just a reminder to celebrate this shit 365. Well, well you know what we are? We're, a, we're, as a people, we're that person who got in a really bad car accident. Mm. And, and now we're trying to get, do, get in the car, go to the store. We're trying to nurse ourselves back to health. Yeah, we like making stuff. So I, we're I doing shit to just try to put our bodies and minds back together. And some of the shit we come up with, like the Hebrew, Hebrew, Hebrew Israelite shit is dope. You know what I'm saying? So I can't hate on the adaptation to try to get some type of normality yeah, yeah, and identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. hating on that. But you niggas do dress funny. Dress <laughs> 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 like so, Prince background dance. Niggas dress like African Biden uh, body uh, in them niggas, nigga. Uh, <laughs> they on the, uh, nah, I ain't gonna say <laughs> Planet Ma- A man in New Jersey oh, got into a car accident, 20-year-old kid, man. Um, burned his face beyond recognition. Damn. Mm. Fucked his hands up, burned his fingers up, 
So he was just the first okay. successful recipient of a hand uh, a hand transplant and a face transplant. There's been other people, 50 other people in history who've had a face transplant, but he got a face hand, uh, transplant and a hand transplant at the same time. That's so that, crazy. Like, that's what it looked like after the accident, and that's the face they transplanted onto the dude. So they just put skin on his bones. They literally took somebody. He should have kept his die. other face. They looked somebody else who was about to die. Took their face off. <laughs> oh god! They that took, nigga ugly though. How you get uglier? Nah, it's nah. It, it's, it's a lose lose, but <laughs> like imagine, imagine, what, see, like, imagine waking up. Hey, Craig, though. Imagine you go through all that trauma, you get a whole new face, and that new face is a branded. Right, right. That's That'll what I'm be saying. fucked up. Well, what I'm saying this is... This nigga look like Roseanne Barr. Yeah. They just said the face is a bad nigga. That's fucked up. That nigga look like Roseanne Barr. I ain't fucking with you. That's all the Hebrew, Israelite, any of this other shit is. We've been in a fucked up accident, and we're just trying to transplant a new face onto a damaged face. Yeah, yeah, man. The face don't always look good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's a hell of a, a tragedy. Y'all see what we see? That's God damn! That's how you be there, man. This nigga is fucked. So, so that was them niggas. They put it. Okay, I get it. Okay, I get it. Yeah, he looked like they found that nigga in the water next to Emmett Till. <laughs> Because the person that they did, the person that whose this face sitting next to Edmonton, the water, 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 Stop letting doctors experiment on you, Yeah, man. man fuck that. Yeah, I'm good, good, man. I get it. At least yeah. he got tatted up. So my thing is this. That, so the person... Oh, my bad. So when you get a face transplant, the person whose face they take is not completely dead. It's somebody who was about to die. What if they make it? So they, that's fucked up. So here's my thing. If you... Would you... Would... If you're not on the organ donor list, would you allow them to take your face and hands no. and put it on somebody else's body? Hell Charlie. No. no, hell no. Nah? No, sir. No, I can't even imagine, dog. I don't want none of that, nigga. I don't want my kids like, but that, that's daddy right over there. We thought he was dead, but that's him right there on a white man body. Looking weird as fuck. But, 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 but Craig, that's the thing, right? So I, I never put, I never opted to be a donor on like my driver's license, right? Because yeah. let's say, for instance, I got in some bad car accident blah 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 but I'm like the same like blood as let's say like Barack Obama yeah. and they're like well whose who's life are we going to value more this guy's on the donor list we'll let him die right. to save this they, they do this shit all the time bro yeah. they just don't they don't admit to it oh yeah so when you have shit like that it's, this is some creepy like playing God shit yeah you know what I'm saying I don't know I, 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 can't, I'm, I can't do that shit yeah. yeah, like how does it feel to be alive with a dead motherfucker's face? On imagine, your face? Craig. Imagine you die right, and you wake up as Dewan. 
What you gonna do? What? <laughs> he wouldn't be able to breathe this good. Like, I tell you that goddamn much. Yeah. But the, what about like these IVs too, y'all dude. giving me ain't enough. <laughs> <laughs> we need Let bigger bags of fluid. So you get a face. You get a. You get. You got a face and hands. Some chicken broth. <laughs> hey, hey, what's he hey, said? Put chicken broth in the IV. He said Dewan's IV got chicken broth. There you go. You said Dewan's IV got chicken broth. Come on, look, look. Niggas don't put no tomato soup in this. Charlie here look like dog nuts. Fuck you, nigga. When they get shot, though, <laughs> you gotta take dog balls before you take them off. You got to do to my dog. You got new face, you got new hands. We all know what's coming. You got new hands. Did you beat shit? Would you beat, beat off if you had another <laughs> motherfucker's hands on your arms? <laughs> it just feels different. It's you a new feel. Look, you gotta look at your shit. Why? Right hey, but does he, have, does he have does he have a man hands or wom- or, or woman skin? Yeah, yeah. put woman skin on my hands. Wait, so the nigga asked to get woman skin. The nigga got it written in his will, like during the transplant, I want to put hands on mine, and they got to be small and soft, hey. like palm all it. That motherfucker, his old hands was a coal miner's hand, oh, and he played the Congos. That's some crazy shit. That's wild, bro. But yeah, you you gotta realize, man. There's some crazy shit going on right now. Yeah. It's 2020, nigga. He's going to have to be beating off the rest of his life. He's going to have to. He ain't getting no pussy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody's going to do it, though. That's what I'm saying. You can't say that. I know niggas who, you know what I'm saying, in wheelchairs. They've they been burnt up. Wheelchair niggas getting it Got bread, nigga. And bitches is kissing these niggas. They, they, they Instagram lit. Literally, nigga. Because at least we had sympathy for you. Now it's like, oh, bro, what the fuck is you? Like, Hey, but hoes love them social security checks. Yeah, if I mean, man, they ain't going nowhere. He's probably getting 10000 a month. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's getting that social security. Crazy shit. Hey, let me ask y'all a question. Let me ask y'all a question. He's making six figures on the SSI side. That's all facts, too. Let me ask y'all a real question. I had a conversation with this Puerto Rican chick not too long ago, and she said that her ex-husband was black, and she said before she <laughs> dated him and married him, she spent a whole year reading books and understanding black culture before she she's had... Like a well, she's lying for one, but keep going. But I'm, I, I, that was my question. Do y'all think if... A woman outside the black race wants to date a black man. Do y'all think it should be a class or some shit that she has to take nah, before no, she no, understand no. our culture? I want to be the first nigga most of the time. Yeah, for real. If I'm not the first nigga, I, I need to break you into this shit. Yeah. This nigga them. I, I want to be the nigga. <laughs> nigga them? I want to be. I want to take you to the homeland. So I want... I'll, I'll say this. So remember the Malcolm X movie when, when Denzel played it and the white girl walked up to him on the campus? He's like, Denzel, I'm a white woman. Is there anything I can do to understand mm-hmm. about racism? And he goes, well, she said Malcolm. And he goes, Nothing. Mm-hmm. And just walked away. Bitch, there's nothing you can do to get it. There's no book that is going to help you understand oh, what no. we have to go through on a survival instinct. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. So it does, I'd rather you, like, you can try to educate yourself. I think that's dope. But, bitch, you got to sit this, to me, you got to just sit this fight out. Because you're you're never gonna get it. Just pump out these babies and shut the fuck up. That's it. That's it. Just just, just put out the black kids. I don't even need you to get no black kids. I don't know because I heard somebody say when you fuck a like y'all said on the shit when you fuck a a white woman that's it she ain't having no more white kids. This is true. So I don't care about none of that. Y'all bitches got good credit. Y'all have the image of power. If you walk a white woman in a bank under your goddamn LLC, you will get the loan. Trust me. 
It's a gang of shit these white women can do to help y'all niggas. I know what Malcolm X said. That nigga wasn't getting no PPP loans, though. Right. So <laughs> let's right. keep it a bean. These, but these, all races of women are out here. You know what I'm saying? To help that want to help niggas. Help the niggas, man. Come on now. All these right. goddamn Jorge Jordans and goddamn uh, Miguel Jenkins. <laughs> we need them in. You know what I'm saying? We need them little kids to be around, the bro. The only issue with that is, and like it, that's like. For if you if you come across a real one, then yeah, one hundred. But most of these motherfuckers just fetishize black people. I they love it. Take, they want to take their round on the on, on the black ding dong, then they gonna go back home to you're what they about women, not men. The women, okay. They fetishize <laughs> niggas. That means I, I, like, I, like the world. The world love black men. I'm tired of not being loved by. No, no, the women do. The women, every woman in the world wants to fuck a black. Now they, they don't every want to marry a black man. They, they want some black dick. That is love. It's a finish. Because when you get that dick, you're gonna love. Let's keep it real. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Scott McGeary and Carson, man. I, I, I got, I got two white cats. We don't really talk about racism like that, but they, but to me, they, they get it as far as they get it to to their their best ability. Yeah, they. I'll say not like you know, I'll say like that to their best ability. They, they, they'll get it. Um. And I guess sympathize if I ever if I went through like something, right? Mm -hmm. But to fully understand it, I don't I don't think they're capable to fully understand it because you have to be in the shoes to fully mm -hmm. grasp it, right? Yeah. Why is that? And what we have to know is this: because you because because we have the ability to read between the lines mm -hmm. of racism, mm -hmm. which I don't think they are able to do unless I highlight it. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so if if I if I highlighted a situation, it would have to be like. Oh, okay. I see. You know what I'm saying? Like, <coughs> Let I, me give I, a slight I, pushback to that. They do. They know. They just benefit from it. And if they, if they, for them to acknowledge it, means they have to acknowledge it. Some things that make it a little what, easier for them day to day. What did we talk about earlier? If they acknowledge it, now they have to feel the guilt. Yeah, right. And That's do something fact. about it. That's fair. That's so, fair. So they uh, ha they have to. Act. They playing dumb. Yeah, they play no system dumb. stays the way intact the way it is if everybody is ignorant of it. It stays intact because everyone's keenly aware of what's going on. No, but but I'm saying what I'm saying between like 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 the the little sh like when we're talking about sitting somebody by the fucking bathroom, I don't I I don't think they would look at that as some racist shit. How we would view going to a restaurant and they sit us by the fucking bathroom. What you're saying the is they wouldn't recognize the daily, I don't think, the daily microaggressions unless I unless I brought up. I and it's like, oh, that's fucked up. But just on face. I don't, you know, I don't think they would. They, 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 they know, they know. I, I they don't. Know. I, I just. I, they know. If you sit somebody, you see what I'm saying? I, 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 I don't. But listen, I don't, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you sit somebody next to a fucking bathroom, white, black, Asian, whatever, that's fucked up. No, but we, so it's like, you know what I mean, like, uh, but I know because I got people that you know, people that work in right. a, in, a, in a restaurant industry. They have their, they oh, they look at black people. They're not finna tip. They, when they come in, they don't try to sit them in my you area. Be a waiter. No, I got homies that used to be wearing. I got homies I like that motherfucker. That nigga worked at uh, Red Lobster. Hey, hey, shout out to my nigga Fats. That nigga, shout out to my nigga Fats. That nigga had them high shorts at Marie Callender. Never worked at, hey. No, no, I never, no, I never worked as no waiter. Never worked as a waiter. I used to be on the skates at Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> that, nigga had, that nigga had badges on his vest. That's the damn, that's the nigga had badges on his vest. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. That nigga work with luxurious. Luxurious. Can I go now? They left that nigga Dozy in the African jungle for two nights, nigga, to prove that he was actually. Nah, but. 
<laughs> oh shit! That nigga came back with a lion's oh, fur, nigga. Like, this nigga. This nigga killed a lion. That nigga oh, fucked. <laughs> no, but I'm saying this. No, no, yeah. No, I'm just saying like, but you know how it is, bro. Like you know, I'm saying like, these restaurants, they they do have an agenda to how they want their shit to look. We we right. talked about the black dude with the restaurant. You know what I'm saying? And he yeah. he wanted certain shit in his restaurant. So that's a black man. He's obviously getting seeing successful restaurants ran like this. So they have to be. You know what I'm saying most of the time they're white. But I'm talking about getting see like something subtle like that. I know we'll I we can identify that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I don't think they look at it. That they way. look at it because I'm but saying that's not true because you're ta- we're, our experience doesn't mean you know. What but I'm bullshit is bullshit. Like I don't have to be black to be like if I've, I've been with people who are white that spoke up like. We not finna no 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 hell no we not finna do that shit. But they like this guy who was in the car accident. A lot of times when white folks come around us, they put on a different face. That's Mm -hmm. true. That's fucking true. They're not the same white person they are when it's just them and other white folks. Very true. You know, Very true. And true. they don't know that we know it, but we know it. We know. Yeah. I know it, nigga. I know it's the reason I ain't never been in your house. Right. Facts. Hey, and, and then, but, but going to what you said, though, <laughs> you know what, I'm going to what you said, though, like, uh, Brandon, it, I don't think the bar is for them to understand. Look, you never, the people always say you can't walk a mile in my shoes. God damn it, because I got my own. You ain't never. You never. <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. That nigga, that nigga, the walked a mile in his shoes and woke up in the hospital. I don't know, I don't know if y'all purposely, like, I leave you up and shit. The nigga's a little <laughs> Anytime I walked around Craig's nose, I walked a mile and a half. Anytime I walked around with a Duncan's fingers, I walked two miles. No! This, nigga, this, this nigga Duncan used these red cups as thimbles. Oh. Um, but, but, but like, but, but, but like, no, but for, it's, it's not That nigga problem. drink butter water. <laughs> what the fuck? I had that. But like, it's not about, it's, it's with not bacon about. bacon ice cubes. <laughs> Bacon ice cubes. Freeze bacon and water. Niggas is wild. Go ahead, Dwan. Craig's a tired. Maybe you feel like going duck hunting. <laughs> <laughs> like shooting this, nigga. Hey, but like, look, it's it's not about them. They're not gonna understand. It's about what you want from them. If you are gonna date interracially or something like that, they have to empathize to understand. Talk yeah, about they're not gonna they're not gonna see it. So they should. You, know, you should class. expect them to see it. They can't take a class, but. They, if, if they're open to at least empathize and then have understanding, now if they they're contesting you. Mm. That means they tell you they really tell you what they feel about you because they see it. They just don't want you to keep pointing well, that shit out. Here's the thing. Look, let's be honest. They know. They know. They know. Look, man, where we live at is places called Orange County. Damn. San Diego, about damn, it. Orange County, Ventura it. County, Irvine. If you white and you live in a city that's ninety nine percent white, you know. Uh huh. you know? There's a reason why you don't live around niggas. We know. Man. I ain't man. tripping. Damn. Because I'm gonna be one hundred. I don't want to live around a gang of niggas either. Man. Right? Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? But I know why you live there. And for me, it's a little bit different. We started off in the hood. Because the ghetto was a place that they pushed impoverished people. So for me, when I move, it's an economic thing. It ain't necessarily that I don't want to re- don't want to be around my people. But as you start to accumulate more things, you know what I'm saying. You want to be in a safer environment. You know yeah. what I'm saying. You want to get your kids in better schools. So unfortunately, where we are, where we're redlined to, all the resources aren't the great, the greatest. Mm, that's 
That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? I mean, in L.A., I think it's a little bit better in places like New York because if you live in South Central Los Angeles, you can find quality education. Oh, yeah. You can find resources. It's not like motherfucking third world, uh, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. It's not like uh, East St. Louis, Illinois. Now you just move to Dare Heights. Right, because Beverly Hills, whether you motherfuckers know it or not, is uh, is a 13, 14 minute drive from South Central Los Angeles. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Santa Monica <laughs> Beach. Don't know that. Yeah, Santa Monica Beach is 14, 15, you know, 13, yeah. 14 minutes. So it's all within, you know, striking distance. But if you in Des Moines, Iowa, yeah. or you, yeah, you sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I get it. You know what I'm so saying? So you think they would notice, let's say, like, we've all been in, like, a restaurant, right? Where they tell us to pay first. We order it and then you pay up front. Right. You saying what? Uh, like white folks should they should understand that that is a form of racism? Yeah, yeah, you should. I agree. But most that. Mo- most white folks don't even understand the true definition of racism, though, because they're extremely they're extremely arrogant. Well, your version. Well, not your. But how you explain? Doctor Claude Anderson is where I get my. That, you know, that's but Dr. you don't think racism has to do with color? I ha- I I don't think it has to do with color at all. Oh, but on the most ignorant low level, yeah, it's color. Yeah, it's prejudice. But racism is about control of resources. But but explain to a person that says, mm. "Craig, what the fuck are you talking about? How are they not? They're treating black people this way. How are you saying it has nothing to do with color?" You're well, talking about class, right? Racism. Right. Well, again, I know what you mean, but explain it to the people that, that hear it like that. Well, when Dr. Claude Anderson is referring to racism as the competition and wealth for wealth and resources uh, amongst a group of people, just look at the word race. Mm-hmm. It's a race. What yeah. are we racing to? What are we What are mm. we here for? We're here for money. We're here for <clears throat> land. We're here for food. Water. We're here for 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 you know uh, to reproduce with beautiful women. You know all these things that are a part of human survival. Each of these different groups or ethnicities are are lobbying for control of those resources. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And so racism is the basically the lobby for the control of all the resources to dictate what's valuable, what's not valuable, who does this, who does that. So if you look at how racism works, look at if you choose to get a job. Mm. You fill out a job ap- application. What do they ask you? Your race. They ask you your race. Are you black, white, <laughs> yeah, Pacific exactly. Islander, other, Hispanic? What is your race? That's because the powers that be that dictate and control what racism is want to know who's available. Damn. They're counting. Who's out there? To, you know what I'm saying? What race of people are out there? Like, you know, who amongst the people we have allowed in are we going to let do this job? Yeah. You feel exactly. what I'm saying? And so... That's one element. When you want to become employable and you go to get uh, a education and you go to fill out that financial aid paperwork, that FAFSA paperwork, they want to know. Mm. What are you? Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Who are you? Where are you from? Well, you know, Pacific Islander, black, white, other... You know what I'm saying? And so, it's for the niggas who talking about, oh, they only doing that for, oh, because they want to they wanna get bread. <laughs> they doing that because they want to get bread, but they understand. You know what I'm saying? There's race involved in that. Niggas. So the people at the <laughs> top, they view, us like, they view us like a store owner would view different labels or different brands of clothing. Yeah. Mexican is Nautica. Black is Polo. Yeah. White is Gucci. Chinese is fucking Izod Sport. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Ja- Japanese is fucking uh, Balmain. Balmain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how the powers that be view us. We're Charlie's just... jeans is Route 66. <laughs> Route 66. 
But that's how they compartmentalize. Made it glories. Niggas remember the real sixty six. But that's how they compartmentalize it. So when it's time to put. Uh, you know, certain brands on the clearance rack. You know what I'm saying? They know what they have a bet. So you, when you find damaged clothes on the clearance rack, yeah. the clearance rack would be a representation of the industrial prison system or the legal system. Okay, what? Oh, what? What's one of these shirts are damaged? What's one of these shirts? You know, ain't keeping up with the pack, or you know, mm. is an irregular fit. Let's put let's put this on the clearance rack Damn. to scrape up all the bottom feeder money. Cause even Damn. though it's even though it's a brand and it may be a fucked up uh, article of clothing within that brand, Damn. we still gotta find a way to capitalize off of it. Even though it's in a regular size fitting shirt, oh. which would be a gangbanger, a dope dealer, a nigga yeah. that commits a felony, a nigga that beats his wife is a shirt you would find at Ross. They still trying to figure out a way to even though you're not being a productive uh, part of society, they still gotta figure out a way to generate revenue off of you. So they put you on that clearance rack. Which is the prison system, Damn. the damaged clearance rack, and they say, "Hey, if you're not gonna be a, a a good nigga or a good Mexican or a good Chinese motherfucker, you get, you go to this jail, this clearance rack. Damn. Somebody gonna buy you, mm, and damn. somebody gonna wear you, and we gonna find a way to make money yeah. off of you within this fucked up ass system." And, right. and it ties you know, right. it ties into what Brandon was saying. What you saying, Craig, ties into uh, how we should start the show with Brandon. Here's how color ties into it, because for any system. The guys on top have to have a buffer class between them and the people on bottom. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, so mm -hmm. the people on top bring in these other races and ethnic groups as long as they agree to stay second and not challenge number one to be on top of the people that they plan on keeping at the bottom of that society, which are the people that are considered black Americans. So it goes back to how you how it started with you in the situation earlier today. You said the guy was an Arab dude from me from West, somewhere in Africa, right? He came over here knowing that he has a position over your black ass. That's why he felt so comfortable talking to you that way. And the people that gave him that power know that he's so broken, he's not going to challenge their number one position. You're speaking right. about classism, though. That, but I'm saying racism is the, racism yeah. is the form. Yeah. Right. Classism is racism. Racism is classism. Agree. But it's classism on a color pyramid. Racism is a byproduct of classism. It comes from well, our version of it, even though it, was, it comes from you know, feudalism. Feudalism, which is which is the English version of racism, and that deals with peasantry, nobility, the knight class. So all, the people who were established in this country, you know, you know, in 1609, the first boatloads of people that they sent were the bottom feeder class of England. Yeah. Right. They literally Thieves. emptied out prisons. Yeah. And went through the streets of England, London, England, got all the fucking homeless, crazy, peasant motherfuckers, and they put them on ships, just like they did with the maritime ship ship with Cuba, and they sent all the motherfuckers over here to do work that needed to be done right. for the people who were trying to, uh, you know, who were in, involved with colonialism. Go ahead, my bad. And that's why I don't give excuses to white people. They, well, they, they, they understand feudalism, they understand classism. And they understand their place, their place in, in in America, and that's why they they act the way that they do. So let me ask you guys this: because uh, Tyler Bennett said Nigeria is the king of classism, is it? No, that's stupid. Because my father is a man. My father grew up poor, and he's a rich man now. So stupid. Shut the fuck up. I think and I think what they're trying to say. Like classism, you can't get out the classes you're, you're born. No, they're trying to say as far as like there's no middle class. So like it's either rich or poor. Yeah. Over there, remember classism. So if there's that. 
That, that's what I'm saying. That, but that's that's fucking that's everywhere, everywhere, bro. That, that's, that's Why y'all niggas is talking? Don't, don't don't single out Nigeria. That's every fucking. No, let's don't let's let's talk Nigeria. to him because since y'all niggas is talking about Nigeria, right. let's talk about America, bro. There is finna be no. There's the. This is the biggest transfer of wealth we've ever seen in America right now. Happening. This GameStop shit happening with these niggas buying these short stocks and fucked up the whole stock market is what they've been doing it for years, making billions of dollars. Right. So now they that's why they mad like, oh, people took that six hundred dollars and bought stocks. Yes, nigga, that's yeah. what's finna happen. We're not. We, we're people are ready to play this financial game now. It's not. It's not a secret no more. Yeah. If you're not understanding that you need to make money while you're asleep and not woke, you're you're, you're gonna lose in America. Right. So it's not just Nigeria. It's everywhere. There's not gonna be a middle class in your fucking country right now. America is not gonna have a middle class but no the more. The comments they specifically say Nigeria is the one that be literally doing. No, that's that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Most of, of the African countries, Nigeria is gonna be the most that you can see over here. So yeah. Weird. So it's all right, fine. We, we can be the front runner for Africa, which we're not. It's through, but that's just what. That's what America portrays. That's like face value. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, fine. Well, Nigerians are the all mustiers out of all Africans. Those ain't mustiers. Those ain't mustiers. We are too close to them. Dozy learns. Somebody would have said something by now. Dozy learns. Dozy learns. Did that nigga say mustiers? That ain't mustiers either. Fuck what you're talking about. From a global perspective, they're, they're jumping on Nigeria here. How 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 are they viewed from a global perspective? How so? You ever on Air Nigeria, nigga? It's, it's oh un- yeah, it's that's un- different. It's, it's undoable. It ain't no air on Air Nigeria. I, they lost. They, they ran out of room on Southwest, so I was on the Air Nigeria flight, my nigga. From where? I was. They it, it started in Los Angeles. Nigeria flight. And uh, <laughs> and we had a we had a, a, a layover in New Mexico. And when I tell you nigga, <laughs> how that plane smelled, <laughs> nigga, uh, smell like shit. The, the, the bathroom was the best uh, smelling part of the plane. <laughs> God, damn. Hey, well, fuck you. You in the plane? Nigga, they're sniffing you in the face. Come on, man. I'm fucking with you now. So so what what would you suggest to the average person that's watching right now and they want to get a hold of some game to come out? You said it's the we, we are part of one of the greatest wealth transfers ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What would you suggest to people that's listening right now? They may have a couple four, five hundred dollars or they want to know what game what should they do if they want to maximize this wealth transfer? Hey, if you're if you're trying to right now in America, if y'all trying to get this bread, y'all trying to actually get on and you know what I'm saying do what these white boys been doing for years and years upon years. The game is cracked wide open. It's become more black billionaires in this fucking pandemic than there's in the history of America ever. Talk about it. So it's more millionaires and billionaires that are black, like young men, our age, you know what I'm saying, that's getting to this bag because Hey, you heard what the fuck you said? So, so that's what I'm saying. So, but they out there like that because there's Dodgecoin, there's Bitcoin. I'm just saying, billion a lot of money. But I'm saying they. There's a billionaire watching the show and they hit. That's the that nigga uh nigga brand with the hundred dollars. That nigga billionaire, bird ass nigga. 
All we need is 30 grand an episode. Man, all day, bro. Game changer. So what I'm saying is like. 30 grand an episode. We'd be straight. All of us would be straight. Oh, easy, easy. Easy, easy peasy. So there's a lot of there's a lot of money out there with stocks, everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think they said no kids. The next thing to. Uh, with the, I think the black, no, the blackberry. I'm sorry, the blackberry is the next thing that's going to be popping. They want you to get into that. Stocks is what is, is what's popping right now, but don't think they won't tank that shit in a minute. So always have your money everywhere. Invest in anything. It, you you can make money with the fucking stock uh, stock market falling. You can make you can sell shit. If if it's it's falling, you can make money too. If it's building up, you can make money. You can short it. You can better exactly, bro. So it's like this. This is what that's what I'm saying. That GameStop shit that spooked. These motherfucking stock market people, they the the, the hedge fund people. That nigga said stock market. I said stock market. Shut up, man. I don't, hold on, uh, bubble bubble mouth. Nigga. Hey, Craig, go, Craig, go start restart his business, man. You know he used to train people in basketball. That nigga trained EJ how to cross over, nigga. Post moves. Get your hip into it, nigga. Bang that nigga down in the post. That nigga down, bitch. Bang that nigga down in the post. <laughs> That's good advice, though. Nigga, got to start their own yeah, business, man. man. Straight yeah, up. Definitely, definitely. We preach that shit here, but uh, it, it's it's real now. Real shit. Like, if you're not if you're not trying to get this bag right now, y'all not trying to get this bread. Y'all bullshitting. Y'all think shit is a game. When niggas is when there's no middle class, there's no there's no welfare. There's none of that shit is all took down because the Democrats don't give a fuck about none of that. Y'all told you that's do. a cap, dunk. Oh, whatever. It's let, not. It's not. They're letting, let, hey, let, I bet that nigga that's that a, that said, nigga that's a cap on his mama internet. <laughs> I bet that nigga put nothing on no bills, nothing. Nigga say that's a, it's cap sitting at the house, you know what I'm saying, with nothing, nigga. So, it's like, we talking to people who, who are trying to get it. Do not, it don't matter if you're broke right now, if you're trying to get out your situation, stay doing what the fuck you doing, man. Don't listen to no fucking body telling Charlie you can't got get a, it. Uh, Charlie got a reversible turtleneck with a basketball jersey on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> After I'm done hooping, I'm, I get business, you know, business casual and heartbeat on business that. Business casual. That nigga Dozy used to sell dope out of the same house he slept in. <laughs> you said you said you said same hut he slept same, in. Uh, <laughs> same hut. So you dope house. Go to the front door. You go to the back. They got an Adobe dope house. Adobe dope house. Nigerian. Nigerian. Dope, dope niggas. We go to Lagos or something. Lagos. 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 Yeah, man. What's up with that, man? Let's go to Africa. We, we go. Hey, 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 we got a base out there. Let's go. I'm down. That nigga. Not, not, not where. Hey. When you get there, when you get there, don't do that. I was like, hey, bro. Don't be a nigga. Fubu George. They ain't doing nothing. Say that to me. No, no, no. What? That nigga. That nigga. 8990 would be so brand new if we went out there and he would nigga be so cocky over there yeah you know what he'll be active he'll be acting like how you how you act when you run your white friends and shit I don't know those guys. I don't know those guys. Who those guys? We'll be like, what up, guys? That nigga ain't here black I don't know those guys. You said that's how I act with my white friends. We use your white friend. They don't <laughs> know how hood Brandon is. Brandon washed all his clothes in the tub and hang his shit on the towel rack, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hood nigga, man. He got the uh, white boy's food out there, though. Dozy dad on an Enterprise rental scooter. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> 
Murray. It's Murray. It's Murray Belfort. Yeah. That's my nigga right there, man. Hey, man, man, that's been this episode. Tell them where they can find you, G. Hotepish.com. Dewan B on YouTube. Look it up. I got information. I got two shows coming up. My next two shows. How to identify your casual white supremacist liberal friend. Woo! Oh, and smooth. My, and my other show is going to be on how to identify your non-white white supremacist people that you know. My your, your East Indian, African West people. Indian. West Indian. These people who, don't, them, ident- who, who don't look white, but they identify as white in here. It's telltale signs by the way they talk. We're going to talk about that shit. Get them. Yeah, My dad yeah. used to call them white folks niggas. Yeah, yeah white, white folks niggas. Pops man. right like a motherfucker. Tell them where they can find you. Hey man, you know what it is. Uh, Mr. Duncan Penny Hughes on Instagram. Uh, f- fuck with me on YouTube at uh, Gangster Air Brand Brand Culture. Stop laughing. You fucking up my uh, monologue. You got that? <laughs> yeah, them niggas. Them niggas get socks for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even laugh. <laughs> 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 one sock, nigga. sock, nigga. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, I, I got this album coming out, man. Y'all already know Sapiosexual, oh, bro. Y'all gotta fuck with it. I'm, I'm gonna release actually two, two new songs today. It might not be on, I might, might be on the album, but there's two hot shit something to drop today on the Patreon. Yeah, fuck with oh, us. You know what I'm saying? Duncan's OnlyFans. Man, bro. I got an OnlyFans, but I got a fat bitch that eat hot Cheetos in the, in the sweats. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to lose weight. Anytime y'all donate, that bitch eats some more hot Cheetos. But, uh, yeah, fuck with me on this album, man. I, I, I love the uh, fucking the support I'm getting from them saying the people in the chat. They fucking with it for he- heavy. Um, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Fuck with Charlie Newhart. Fuck with this nigga Doze. You know what I'm saying? That nigga trained Black Panthers, nigga, to <laughs> go buy blunts from the store. <laughs> what? what? That nigga on This nigga wild. <laughs> hey. Hey, check me out on IG at I A M Charlie Newhart, man. He, he want five pack. Go ahead, bro. Gemini Queen, yeah, I saw you. You said you want me to marry you. Yeah, holla at me. Uh, She's like Biz Marquis. Like, <laughs> he ain't like bitches that shoot him. <laughs> that nigga did a bitch with a bulletproof vest on. Nigga. <laughs> Did somebody really say marry me, Charlie? She said marry yeah, me, man. She wildin'. She wildin'. I love everybody. Hey, I love all of y'all, man. Shout out to everybody that's been subscribing to my YouTube, man. Charlie Newhart on YouTube, man. I appreciate y'all. And uh, my IG, I am Charlie Newhart. I've been, I was a conspiracy theorist nigga on the social media, but my shit's growing, and I just appreciate y'all. I appreciate this platform, man. You know what I'm saying? The advice of Craig, Brandon, getting on me about my social media and just building my own brand. I just want to say thank y'all. This is one of the dopest platforms ever, man. The shit growing fast, and I just honor and appreciate y'all, man, for real. And shout out to that nigga Duncan, man. That nigga, uh, every money try to convince his family that he don't need to take his bipolar medication no more. <laughs> I'm solid this one, y'all. Hey, 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 you and your homies have Captain Crunch eating contest, nigga. <laughs> so you eat the bowl fast enough, nigga. Hey, Everybody just uh, to say happy birthday to my mom. Just her sister. Oh, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, mommy! I love you. You gonna finally tell her you're on the podcast or no? She knows. She just hasn't seen it. She ain't finna watch this shit. She ain't finna watch this shit. She gonna show the village. Yo, ass gonna go back to Africa with a tri Bruno, nigga. Happy birthday! Yeah, mom. Happy birthday! It's time to people are talking on that show. Yeah, mommy, I love you. Happy birthday, man. Yeah, uh, yes, regular sir. underscore DLZ. I know where to find it. Hey, hey, hey. Dozy cried when the village goat died, nigga. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Maybe that nigga Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson's gone. Hey, 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 look, man. I hope you threw away them glasses you had on last week, nigga. Oh, oh nigga not the buffs. Glasses. Not the Burberry buffs. Nigga, <laughs> hey, man, listen. <laughs> they bought them motherfuckers in Arco. Like, <laughs> hey, 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 shut up. Y'all hey, nigga. nigga said Arco. <laughs> Shout out to my hometown, hey, dog. Trash, Shout out to my hometown. You didn't fuck with him? Nah, I had to cover up my eye, nigga. My eye was fucked up, Shout out, shout out to my hometown, dog. Who? Charlene fucked that nigga. Why? You gonna keep going up, Craig? Why? What she say, Craig? Nah, I ain't what happened was that nigga, that nigga, Char- he was, him and Lacey was running a train on Charlene. Oh, come on. Oh, and, come on and they dicks touched and they started fighting. <laughs> come on, nigga. Come on. No, no, Lacey no, sir. on him. Bow, no, nigga. Lacey rolls up. She hit him because he asked. He actually asked for money uh, for filming with her. That wasn't the arrangement. That nigga don't think bitches in the titty bar really like him. <laughs> that bitch, but she said she liked me. <laughs> give me, give me, come on. That nigga Charlie, hey, that nigga Charlie, will live with you just to babysit your kids, ask him where to stay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to my hometown, Detroit, man. Indeed, man. You know what I'm saying? Look, I was born in Romulus, nigga, outside of the city. So quit. That nigga Charlie from South Nova. I still whoop okay. your motherfucking ass, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nigga talking about Charlie got his buff snatched in Detroit. Nigga, ain't nobody snatching shit. I'll beat your motherfucking ass. We're going to have a show this summer in Detroit, nigga. That's, and I want to see y'all niggas to come out. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to the hometown, dog. Nigga Charlie started a, a, a YouTube a skit union for so niggas. <laughs> Are you two skit union? I'm standing, oh, up, I'm, on... I'm standing up for all these whores that don't know shit about skits, but they got ass. If you're a whore with ass, holler at me. I get your agent. I get your agent, bitch. This nigga dog. I get your agent. Just holler at me. You know how I do. You know how I do. You know I you know was in Chicago PD. Oh, man. Niggas got to start getting behind the scenes. Shit. Oh, my God, dog. This shit funny than a motherfucker. Fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> give, me a, give me a tag, nigga. Oh, make sure y'all watch our episode Tuesday. Yeah. It's the one year anniversary, y'all. Yes, yeah. Uh, greatness, baby. If, if anybody was fuck again, if y'all if y'all came on the way, jumped on the bandwagon midway, man, we, we respect y'all too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Shouts ones, the the ones that the ones that came here when we first started, man, it's it's, man. it's a different vibe with y'all. Hey, Thanks, man, man. CT, I might, uh, y'all, y'all can tell them. But we love y'all. We appreciate. Not even you. that, Brandon. How many how many moderators do we got in that motherfucker? One or two? Well, I only have one. I don't know. Exactly. How, I don't know how Lovelace jumped. Lovelace, <laughs> Lovelace, and finagled her way in that. I gotta have a talk with her. But but uh. <laughs> I don't know how she comes on. I don't know even put her on there. But bro, one bro, one year, bro, one one year of this one shit, year, man. Yes, we didn't know what it was. Man. This shit's growing, man. And, and obviously, 
This stuff's not possible. It's not for you guys in the audience, man. We have fun yeah. with you. We talk about stupid nigga. This is entertainment at the same time, too, people. Uh, we we. We would not be here yeah. if it wasn't for you guys. Yeah, we love y'all, man. For thank you, oh, thank man. you guys. Man, Hopefully, you guys are here Tuesday. Y'all the dopest. So we gonna have a fucking party here Tuesday, bro. I'm, hey. I'm, I'm, I'm Ubering here. Hey, when's your birthday, yeah, my nigga? I'm, I'm Ubering uh, this. When's your birthday? Oh man, I don't even know. Your birthday today, nigga. <laughs> Wait, it's this nigga's birthday, dog. Yeah, today my birthday. Wait a minute, my man. Hold on. Happy birthday, my nigga. Why the fuck you ain't say nothing? Hey, but this is a. But you know what? Listen, go shot every ten minutes, bro. Come on, man. We Tuesday back Tuesday. Tuesday. But this is a testament, man. Everybody in the comments, this is a testament of his character, dog. Cash App, he's a humble dude, man. This is a testament of his character. Happy birthday, bro. Cash App, this nigga, put his Cash App up, dog. So he can buy two new blouse sweaters. Happy birthday, bro. One hundred. The Instagram is B12 World, Litter B12 World. If you're looking to buy a car, we're helping hundreds of people right now, y'all. We're trying to get to the thousands. Uh, go to the website, thecraigsmith.com. Go to the how-to page. Scroll down to the form of how to buy a car. We have a company that literally is getting people cars worldwide now. They have their own in-house financing. Don't worry about the credit, people. Let me y'all, I don't think I can qualify. They have their in-house credit. Y'all going to get qualified. And everybody's getting cars right now. Make sure you tag us, too. We're going to start posting up. We've already been getting people sending this stuff. So just start tagging it. We're going to post up the new whips y'all getting. Man, everybody's being happy. Blah, blah, blah. If you want to yeah. yeah. sponsor the podcast, put an ad in the commercial, uh, thecraigsmith.com. Click the contact page. Oh, hey. oh shit. Oh, that nigga Brown got him. Hey. No. That nigga Brown got him a hairline. Hey. I'm all set. Well, if we're getting off the camera. All set. Dollar sign Bullyfoot, man. Y'all holler at my man for his B-Day, dog. Dollar sign Bullyfoot. Happy look, birthday. If you want to sponsor the podcast, put an ad on the commercial breaks. VCraigsmith.com. Go to the contact page. Put in the description exactly your business and what you're looking for. We'll reach out to you. Yes, sir. So that's a good episode. I didn't know it was your birthday, man. Happy birthday. Yeah, bro. man. Let's go, man. man. Well, that one, well, Tuesday, we're going to celebrate the birthday. Hell yeah, yeah, nigga. Fuck fucked off, I appreciate yeah, you. Nigga Tuesday. I just want to let y'all know I love and appreciate y'all, yes, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We on our way, man. Right, we there. Yo, if I owe you something, I'm not going to be able to give it to you, but if you want it, you can get, get it, it from, from God. God nigga. That's been this episode. Hey, hey. 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 H